Of culture, of course, it's your boy Chris J. That's the boy. Uh, we got we got Cam on here. What up? What up? Always we got Trail Sav. Yo, why the music not going off? Oh, I don't know, G. I could have. Yeah, like, why is it not fading? I'm like, bro, what? I don't remember that, but that song is like a minute forty. So I, exactly. I don't know, like that. But also, this is the mastered version that Chad sent me. That's why I'm like, yo, this song ain't this long. Yeah, it's <laughs> so, supposed to be cutting off about this point. That's why I'm like, so, why is it throwing me off? But hey, man. But make sure you, speaking of Chad, make sure you stream uh, his music on Apple Music. Make sure, bro, that picture Tony <laughs> Soprano. Gee. <laughs> bro, bro I, I, when, I, when I gotta check the food, bro, I gotta, you know, not turn my camera on. I don't wanna know, you know. I understand, but yeah, but anyway, make sure you stream Chad's by music on music available on all music platforms, all that good stuff. Follow us on Twitter at the Black Otaku's. Watching us on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. You know the vibes when it comes to that. And if you listening on the podcast, simple podcast vibes, just hit the share button, comment, like, all that, whatever you can, and above all, share. Please share our shit. So, but let's go ahead and get into this. What's cracking? Uh, with this week in terms of what we've been watching and uh, playing, uh, I just had the thingy up too and it just disappeared. My phone been tweaking all day, but um, we'll go from uh, go from least to greatest this week as well. Yeah, Start so girlfriend. <laughs> all right, that's it. So girlfriend, girlfriend, and the fire just gets it's like it's a small fire that started. And then it was like it just slightly gets bigger. I was starting bigger. to notice the smell. At first, I was paying more attention to the, the the fire in front of me, but I'm starting to notice the smell now with this episode. Yeah, so <laughs> it's like no matter how bad or like what the fuck the show is, it's like you watch it because you're entertained, and that's what's the great dumpster fire that this is. And shout so, out to the Crunchyroll comment section. Go always <laughs> shout out to that. Cause it's like they know what it is, and I'm glad like me and Cam is not alone in this. <laughs> but I'm entertained. Cam don't find the show funny, but I do at moments. I don't. <laughs> it's just like you're like, entertained. Here's the thing. I I agree with you. I think the show's entertaining. But there's a big difference between being entertaining and being funny. The show's not funny, but it's very entertaining. I find some laughs, but I also have a low bar of sense of humor plus an evil sense of humor. So the differences. Anyway, so this week's episode, uh, the blonde hair YouTube girl, like MeTube girl, Me what the hell they call it, uh, she is literally, the episodes are spent around her trying to get into the house, and also the main character having a backbone and saying, I don't like you or love you, you're not about to be my girlfriend. So it was like, oh, he actually has some common sense. So, you <laughs> know. But throughout the episode, it's like, 
they start teasing the, oh yeah, he he's starting to get feelings. So pretty much the episode was about the Me Too girl. She's her whole she camped outside his yard, and it and she stayed there the whole night to prove like that he that he would fall in love with her or whatever. I'm just saying I'm like yo, this girl is fucking nuts, absolutely freaking nuts. Uh, she does various stupid activities like oh, I'm a uh to keep herself warm because it was cold and it was raining. So she literally like did exercises and pronounced her boobs. Remember she's a high school girl and shit like that. Look goofy shit. And then while also trying to get her streams up, which is stupid as hell. In the process of this, the two other girls is like, yo, what if she uh what if he falls in love with her? So and this, his his original girlfriend, uh, she comes oh, up with the idea of while he's in the bath, we're gonna go in with our swimsuits, cause she did it, and we're gonna be like, oh, see, we we're attractive too. She always has the worst ideas, and it's always more on the physical attraction scale. So they they have a stupid moment. Uh, the blue haired girl. She falls into the tub and his her boobs hit dude's face. He's like, "Oh my god, <laughs> that yeah." So you know, boobs hit face, cheap laugh. Then the uh, the other the original girlfriend was like, "Oh wait, I have boobs too." And then they were like point out, "Ah, your boobs is not as big." Ah, uh, strings came off too. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, and, and her top fell off. So, so he got to see bare titties. So shout out to him. Uh, then they had the girl, the Me Too girl. She had, she, she, this was nasty, by the way. This is very nasty. She collected water because it rained the night before to take a shower because he told her she stinked. Like, you, you yeah. stink. And I was, I actually laughed. That was funny because this is his tone made it funny as hell. And she was like, so she literally took the, took some water from a garbage bag, put up the heat for like a few hours, poked holes in it, and then took a shower outside that was pretty filthy she was, and she was and she was uh in, a, in, a swimsuit, in a swimsuit of course in the swimsuit so hey once and then i think he admired her for like oh my god you're so strong <laughs> so, yeah but she's still sleeping outside of his house free of charge so i'm assuming she's gonna come in at a later point I'm 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 more so curious about the white haired girl, like how is she gonna come into the picture? Probably the, not this. Probably by the end of next week's episode, she'll come into the fold. I wouldn't. I just hope I hope it's not a red girl, the the red haired chick from Rent a Girlfriend. Like I hope it's not a situation like that where she comes in for like barely one episode and we never see her again. <laughs> oh yeah, like she just popped up towards the end, but it was like. It wasn't her time to really be in the plot yet, so she'll probably. Like, I think she's gonna be more prominent in season two or whatever. But it was funny because somebody made a post saying this guy is better than uh, Kazuya from <laughs> Rent a Girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but I will yeah. say he has more common sense because I think Kazuya is just a goofy, simp ass nigga. Like I think everybody's in agreement with that. It's just this dude is also unrealistic because it's like nigga. Nobody, no, unless you're in a no, poly relationship, but this yeah. is high school. 
in Japan. No woman who loves themselves is gonna put them in a, put themselves in a situation like that. Exactly. Unless they poly. Exactly. Unless it's a poly relationship, but we're talking about Japan here. So I don't know if maybe how I don't know how progressive modern Japan is nowadays. I don't know. But this is a very traditional as cultural people. No. <laughs> no. Especially in high school. Because I know how high school girls are. They're selfish. Evil. I know how it was for me in high school. Balancing multiple women, man, a fight was going to happen. And I got in trouble for it. So anyway, it is what it is. Girlfriend, girlfriend, the uh, the, the fire is just getting bigger and bigger. So, but yeah. Um, next, we have Remake Life. Oh, yeah. yeah, Remake Life. Yeah. I didn't watch this week's episode yet. Um, I'll... I forgot to watch it today, but uh, you, you didn't miss it. Was anything like? I mean, this is a slice of life, so really, as far as like spoilers, it's not really like oh, oh no. It's like the theme of the show is figuring out what the hell you want to do with your life. Um, but this is like another nautical episode. That's the blonde hair chick who can sing. Basically, mm-hmm. school. It was a school festival episode. Um, they did some a cafe stuff. Who cares? Um, and then basically at the end of toward the end of the episode, um, they're they're having like this concert performance. And the last they had like a guest star from a popular band or whatever. And then Nanako, or then they found out that they weren't showing up because they were booked someplace else. So then they were like, "Hey, Nanako, you've been practicing your singing and stuff. Go out there and perform." And you know she gets scared. She runs off. Then the main character goes after her and goes like. Now I've seen that you're very serious about this. You can do this. Go ahead, go ahead, do your thing. So she gets out there. She's still in her maid outfit, by the way, which is kind of funny. <laughs> um, but then she performs. Everybody's like, "Oh my gosh, your voice is so captivating!" Blah 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 blah. She rushes out because it's confirmed at this episode. <laughs> I'm gonna call this the cuck episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> basically, um, the blue-haired chick. Oh, there was something he passed out in the earlier episode, and the blue-haired chick basically, you know, classic Japanese, uh, sitting on lap type, sitting on lap type of situation, um, and basically she's like, "Oh, you like my art so much, and you know, you've shown so much support to me," and she's about to kiss him, but then they get interrupted to do more school festival stuff. So at the end of this episode, after the concert is over, Nanako goes looking for the main character because she's like, "Oh my gosh, I, you know, I did it, blah blah blah." She rushes out main character and the blue haired chick are sitting by like this fountain place and blue haired chick gets up um they're just talking she gets up close to him because she's short and he's still sitting down she's like oh we're at the we're the same height we're like this and she goes in for a kiss um and then she's like well i don't she's she says some sly shit like i don't know why i did that or whatever but donico gets cucked because she she sees that she's like on the other side of the fountain where they can't really see her but she's like holding these like uh ice cream cones because she's about to go to the main character so she oh unfortunately got cut but i don't think it's i don't think that's the end of that because like if it's not painfully obvious that this man has a harem he has the blonde hair chick he has the blue hair chick confirmed and for sure he's getting that red hair chick so that, that was episode what was episode was that it was episode four uh, so it was a pretty decent episode. Okay, cool. I'll check it out. Uh, then we have Tokyo Revengers. <clears throat> so this week's episode... I, I, I really enjoyed this week's episode. Probably mainly because they revealed Chifuya. 
and later and later on he he plays a good role he keeps Maybe takamichi he accountable like not not to give no sports but he keeps him accountable and i like his character in that aspect i really he, wish whenever we talk about tokyo revengers Anytime we just pop the theme song for like ten seconds. <laughs> that's, bro, I'm telling you, that's that's a copyright. Strike. That's an easy. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what it's a wig. That's an easy ass copyright strike. We get copyright even if we play, even if we we play, play the smoke. the first first <laughs> second of that show, YouTube is gonna be like, we know that <laughs> that sound is too good, man. Come on, it's crisp. They gonna look like folks off of uh, what's that um, what's that Nick Cannon drum thing, bro? What's this called? Uh, Oh, uh, buddy from Drumline. Uh, yeah, buddy from Drumline. The fucking band made the dude, whatever. He listening to the pitch. That's how YouTube. Oh, yeah. off, <laughs> oh, oh I know what you're talking about. We gotta, That's we gotta, we gotta find the 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 trap beat remix. That's the only way you can yeah, even hear a pitch of that song. That <laughs> <laughs> we moved on from that, but yeah. So. <laughs> so that's the only way you go here. Literally yeah. the only way, and I'm good. <laughs> So anyway, so they reveal uh Chafuya, he uh he was the dude that got beat up by Baji last last ep- two episodes ago because he got yeah I was like who the, the I was like who the hell is this and then I, <laughs> when they showed the when they showed the re the the flashback I was like oh yeah that, that yeah this was dude him. got literally beat the fuck day near to death but the man literally was sitting on a swing with bandages like ain't ain't look it was another day dolphin so pretty much he he uh sees Takamichi says oh. Like introduce herself. He was like, "Oh, we off the band about the other day." He was like, "So he was like, yeah, I was do that body beat up." So then he talked to me. He was like, "So what the hell's going on?" He said, and Chafuya was like, "A, he's not really trying to join Valhalla. He's just trying to be. He's just trying to uh, expose Kasaki. Yeah, pretty much us uh, uh, get info on Kasaki because later on they revealed that Kasaki." It's the actual leader of Valhalla. We also start getting a little slight preview of Kisaki's uh, flashback of who he who he was. Man's man's look like a damn salary man, bro. <laughs> nigga look, the, Kisaki was that nigga. <laughs> look, man's walked that up like a salary man. Like, hey man, you do what I want. I whatever you want, you'll get. They He's that like, nerd who wants to be in the streets, and he literally so finally got bad. to the streets. Like you remember, he finally okay, so hit the streets. He you just remember been around we some, talking about. Like how these like how these Japanese niggas wouldn't survive here in the West, yeah. As if they was trying to they just gangster shit. He's the prime example of yeah. Kisaki would, would not be that survive. Dude be like he's not gonna survive. <laughs> like he tries so he says some edgy shit like oh well like he's like the moon the moon always shines on me or some shit like that. I'm like, like nigga what? what? Like nigga. You look like you supposed to still like you supposed to be doing somebody's homework, my nigga. So, I'm telling yeah. you, that's in the lunchroom by yourself activity, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he he does, and like even more, he gave off that like that. I think I I got I'm, I got the image, and and uh, I'm putting in the group chat so you can see Daytra. But like he looks like he sat at the lunch table by himself at school type vibe. It looks it it looks like he tried he's tried so hard to talk to people, but he always says the wrong thing, so people avoid him. So he just adopted that persona of like. All right, I'm just gonna be antisocial as fuck so that I can yeah. try to be social. Like it's like he tries way too hard. Yeah, like he like so they show when they show this flashback. I'm gonna get like he looks he looks like he's supposed to be doing my taxes. Dog. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this kid? 
Because they drew the way they drew them on here is a lot better on the manga. Because in the manga, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. This... <laughs> I, I, I did forget to watch this episode, but yeah, nah, fool. <laughs> like, gee, how the I'm hell is he, he goes from this to like jump. blonde hair, <laughs> look like real, like, come on. Oh, uh, no, you already know what he died. He died because that's the, that's the freaking cliche thing you do in Japan if you want to be a delinquent. You die your hair blonde. Yeah, I was like, come on, gee. <laughs> like, he looks. Like a hype beat, he went from looking like, "Hey, they shoved me in lockers to like, yeah, I'm, I'm that nigga. I got hype beast. I'm a hype beast, nigga. <laughs> Fuck you." But yeah, so like during his flashback, they show like they talk to some dude that he kind of sent off, to, uh, who stabbed Pachin. Was it Pachin? Oh no, 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 yeah, no. It was the no. It was Pachin who stabbed him. Yeah, there we go. The dude who stabbed Pachin. You know what I mean? So, and so they talk to him. He's like. Yeah, this is how I met him. He was cool. He he helped me rise up to the uh, levels and shit, and then he sent me off. <laughs> he was like, so I'm like, no you fuck off, dog. sent him all the way <laughs> off. So he's like, so he told his flashback, but rewinding because I went ahead a little too far. So when Chifuya and uh, Takamichi talked, they met. They were kind of going back and forth because they met up with Mikey and Draken, Draken because Mikey was at his, his brother, at his brother's grave at his brother's grave. And they were talking. Then Takemichi literally said, "Wait a second, I'm not just here to make sure everybody lives and so and so. I'm here to be the yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna tell him I'm about to be the head of Tomin. So he walks up to Mikey and looks him in the face. No, no, no. Because remember, Mikey asked him like, "What are you trying to? I told you to bring oh. back Bachi, and if you don't, I'm gonna kill you." He's like, "What are you trying to do?" And that's when he goes like. I'm gonna be the head of Toman. Like nigga, like bro, you have a lot of nerve to tell Mikey this, and you, we're gonna tell you why later. <laughs> and also, I have a hot take that made me that humbled me. But anyway, back. Uh, but yeah, so he tells him that. I'm like, what the fuck? Even Draken was like, nigga. <laughs> he's like, he's like, <laughs> but he said it in like a lovable dork kind of way. Yeah, like, he did. He so like, it was yes, like, even Mikey, Mikey, Mikey kind of chuckled. He was like, I think he's serious, but I'm a, I'm a laugh because you know, this is my comic relief, you know. So, <laughs> so yeah, they had that conversation. Then they showed Chafuya. Uh, they have they go back to the conversation and be like, hey, wop, bam. So then, uh, this is when. So then they cut to because. There's two things. There's two important things that get established here. Yeah. As far as this episode is concerned, to me, oh, uh, one at back at the graveyard, Mikey goes like, <clears throat> he says, uh, "You can bring Baji back. I've I've forgiven him." Oh, um, for what he did to my brother. But, but that nigga Kazatoro, hell no, I do not fuck him. him. <laughs> He's like I I'm, and we get to in the episode. In the episode, Mikey had me a little bit. Whoo! <laughs> All right, so he goes. He goes back to the present. This is what confused me. Yeah, because they were going back and forth. Yeah, because no, 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 not because Mikey said, and I, I guess it's because what gets established later that maybe he just didn't have time to care about Takamichi. But remember, Mikey said, "Listen, I'm gonna kill you if you don't bring back Baji within a week." He flash forwards into the future where we don't know that past tense Takamichi brought back Baji. So, and we know he didn't bring back Baji because he goes to talk to um Draken in jail. Draken in jail. And he tells and him Dra- like, <laughs> he goes like, he's like, what are you say? He's like, all right, look, we, you know, 
we know about Kasaki, that Kasaki is the head of Valhalla. He's like, what the hell are you talking about? Mikey is the head of Valhalla. And he goes, he like, it was made specifically what? for him. <laughs> it was made, if Valhalla was made specifically for Mikey. We lost that fight. Um, and basically, we got absorbed. Toman got absorbed into Valhalla and basically became Kasaki's bitch. And he goes, like, 10 years ago or however, 11 years, however many times to go back at that fight on October 31st. And it just shows Mikey punching the absolute shit out of Kazatora. He goes like, Mikey killed Kazatora at that battle on Halloween. And that's when everything fucking changed. It also sold Baji being laid out. So I don't know if Baji died in that fight too, but that nigga Kazatora got fucking Slumped, and he that's got, when that was. He got he punched that man to death. G, <laughs> he punched him to death. G, can you imagine being punched to death? Imagine, and, and the, <laughs> like Mikey wanted to smoke because, he, like, no homo. He was he had his shirt off and everything. He wanted to smoke. So whatever, yeah. whatever Casatoro did at that point to literally elevate Mikey to beat the man to death, it was warranted. Well, it was yeah. many years of warranted because he killed his brother. So and he blamed it on him. <laughs> exactly. So it was like nigga. But when I'm I kill, saw that, I'm gonna kill Mikey. Alright. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, beat to death. But and it was just and the funny thing about that scene was just like Draken was like, I can't do shit about this. <laughs> so be, he gonna beat so you like stop him. <laughs> so I like well, I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> Everybody's just like Everybody's just like, hey, are you gonna stop Mikey? Hell no. It's <laughs> <laughs> like but when I saw that, I was like, because I had a, I think Yusuke, pre-spirit detective Yusuke is probably the baddest baddest middle schooler ever in terms of, A, no superpowers, he could beat anybody up. I think Mikey's up there, G. <laughs> oh, Mikey I, definitely up there. I think Mikey might surpass pre-spirit detective Yusuke in terms of pure raw hands. <laughs> Mikey don't, Mikey don't give a shit. Like every conference, every confrontation that we know of so far in Tokyo Revengers, whenever it came to Mikey, he did not care. Like at the fight when Draken had got stabbed with that knife and he was fighting that older dude and the older dude kind of cracked his, um, his foot. Nigga, yeah, Mikey said, I don't give a fuck. I'm still using this bitch. I'm going to use his foot again. <laughs> like, like, what the hell? A kid built different. So I think Mikey might be the most badass non-superpowered uh, kid in anime history, G. So I think he, as in, I think Mikey could beat yeah. Rockley's ass. Mikey could beat Rockley's ass. Okay. <laughs> Let's get it. You know what? Pause. <laughs> I just want to say this. Two years ago, when we started this podcast, I was on an island of my fucking home. In which I used to slander the shit out of Rockley, and everybody used to call me out for it. Like, bro, why are you doing this? Bro, why are you doing that? But with patience come great results. Now I look at it. Now I look at the world. The whole world sees. But no, when they trail was the only one saying this shit. Oh, no, nah, bro. Come on, G. He got hands. He got hands. Now the world sees. Now this world sees. We got Rockley. Hey, next listen. we coming for Piccolo. Next we coming for everybody oh, else. Piccolo definitely got to get the smoke sometime. But you, hey, but listen. You died on the right hill. You died so that we can know that Rock Lee ain't great. 
<laughs> exactly. Like I'm art. I got niggas mad right now in these in one of these Facebook groups right now about Rock Lee right fucking now. <laughs> so I love it. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, so yeah, decent episode. Tokyo Revengers though, really decent episode. Once that bloody Halloween fight happens, oh, Cam, I, I need to you see gonna that. you gonna enjoy it. You're gonna enjoy. It. I, I, I can't that. wait to see it animated. I just can't wait to see that animated. So that's gonna be fire. Uh, God damn, why do I keep losing this damn picture? So I think next was oh, we'll Duke. talk about Sunny, Sunny next. We'll oh, okay, Sunny boy. So sunny boy. vibes, <laughs> this vibes this, this animation. This is a show that you. This is the show that you watch when you get high. This is a high show. This is a you. You have all right. Let me turn on and shit. watch something, G. <laughs> like I was, yeah. And also, if you want to comprehend everything, you might have to watch it two times. Yeah, this show requires a lot of attention. Like, much it, attention. and it's not like I said, we're not saying it's bad. It takes a lot of attention to figure out what the hell is going on. The vibes and looks animated well. There was a point where I was like, "Yo, I don't know what the hell's going on," but this animation's on point. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> everything, like because this episode, honestly, not not much happened, so I can speed past the summary. Like, basically, something was happening with students on the island. Like these three students got yeah, they frozen. were blacked out or some shit or something. Like they were literally. I liked how the way they portrayed them. Like they weren't like frozen in ice. They were like. It's like if they took their character model and just blacked it out and they were yeah. like frozen in place. Um, and so there's a lot of things, there's a couple of things that get established in this episode is that the main character has been helping. Um, I, I, I'm assuming the nigga who could just fly around and shit, he's just, he just had, he's basically the Superman of this world. Just, yeah. This nigga could just do everything. Um, Cause the episode opens up with them um, in like the bathroom and they push the main character into this toilet and then like it's just a red it's like a portal to another world it's you know red thing and it's creepy ass little centipede things at the bottom but then they rescue him so basically the main character has been helping um there's separate groups here but like i guess the exploration group which consists of um middle eastern folks uh and freaking uh super super uh I sense of that. 26. All right, cool. <laughs> Super <Fucking> anime. <laughs> 26 minute mark. All right, cool. That's all I need to know. Because <laughs> the man can just do, he can just do everything. No, it's good. Uh, we'll call him Anime Man. So Anime Man, Middle Eastern uh, folks, and then um, College Thesis Girl, and then uh, the main character. They're part of basically finding out everything they can about the world, different portals to what they call this worlds, basically. Uh, so in the midst of that, uh, the student council president uh, orders the chick from the last episode who was getting called out, basically her her order, she, her, her superpower is basically being um, an IG model uh, <laughs> who don't like to pay for her own things. Exactly. So essentially like she orders stuff and it instantly gets uh, delivered to her. So they ask her and her to conduct an investigation because she doesn't work because she doesn't have to because she could just get whatever she wants for free um and she asks the main character to investigate with her and basically they find this dimension 
to like this world that has a bunch of curtains and basically they find the three students who were missing but they had they discover that the common things between them is that nobody likes them or nobody wants to be around them so they were saying like maybe this has something to do with this world's rule where if nobody pays attention to you you get sent off to this other world but then they were saying that like oh we don't want to work we just want to be recluse we just want to nobody cares about me so i don't care about them type of situation um during the investigation the the chick gets mad at the main character because he can't fight back or he doesn't he doesn't have he doesn't confront his problems because he just doesn't want to that's honestly i kind of like that about him like he just doesn't want to be fucking bothered with anybody so he just goes like i don't give a shit like leave me alone but she's mad at him because he doesn't like to avoid that confrontation or he doesn't want to confront that so she basically he basically gets says like yo get the fuck out of my face i'm tired of your ass she leaves um and then he talks to a college thesis girl and college thesis girl is like oh you're so helpful without you we never would we, we never would have discovered all these worlds um anime man says that you don't you're not needed but like we like you because because you're you're very much needed to help us find out what the hell is going on with this world so they go back to the curtain world with some weird but this is basically when the weed kicks in because they go back into the curtain world with like this item that blows the curtains up to basically get rid of the portal and then they make it disappear and then all the people that were in that world get unfrozen and they try to say like did you catch what they were trying to say with the when they were saying like they it cuts off and then the main character is like it's not that they were recluse or anything or that nobody liked them it's just that and it, it just cuts kind of implying that there was another reason why they were in the world but i didn't catch what the main Me character neither. meant by that i was like huh it's it's just one of those like we're trying to be deep for the sake of being deep moments it didn't mean anything to me uh but the uh ig the ig model that's what i'm gonna call her character ig model chick basically says that hey um you know i'm sorry about what i said and then he's like yeah i'm sorry about what i said too i'm i'm assuming that she has a crush on this nigga because she's way too interested in him to to be this concerned about him and they're in high school so they hormones is high so i'm assuming that she likes him and then they also discover that and i was kind of thinking this too that the main character's power is that he can discover other worlds because he always he all he's always the one that the common factor between them discovering worlds is that he has to be there um so then the episode ends off with two weird things the student council president finds this curtain and then she's like oh is this an overlap from one of the worlds she folds the cover and then she's transported into the world and then she puts it puts it back and then she's back in their original world not their original original world but the but world, the world that they're currently in and all of that yeah and then Starboy finds this gate to hell basically <laughs> and then he says uh you know this world savior is in an episode cuts off because they established that Starboy's power is that basically someone is speaking to him and letting him know what's going to happen in the form of a test or whatever so this show don't sound too you know how bad it do not sound how bad it, it's it's a it's a lot of mystery and intrigue with this show yeah but it's one of these shows that like like if you don't pay if you don't watch 
the entire 24 or 22, uh, you know, not counting ending credits. If you don't watch that entire segment, you're just going to be like, huh? What the fuck is going on? I, I don't understand. Like, Datra, if you want to watch this, you wait till it gets dubbed. Yeah. Especially since, like, since you like to watch, since you like to watch anime while you work, this is not one of those animes you watch while you work. Yeah, you, <laughs> you, you, you gonna be like, wait, wait till it gets to the middle episode. You be like, who the hell are these characters? What are they talking about? And what does this have to do with anything? Who are these people? <laughs> Literally, that's what's gonna happen. You gonna be like, who are these people? But like, it was, it's like, I said, it was a decent episode. But if you have to pay attention, you gonna have to rewind. We say this all the time, but you have to pay attention and to this. And with Funimation's ass um, streaming service, you know, good luck with that. Exactly. My nigga, my nigga, try to rewind, but I'm sorry, but unfortunately, there was a disconnect to the. You know, right. Fuck Funimation, I'm done. <laughs> well, I ain't never. Shot. It's two streaming services that'll do that to you. So people who's gonna watch Suicide Squad this oh week, my god, this week, HBO Max got the worst fucking. Bro, it is bad. Bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, all yesterday, all yesterday when I was watch rewatching Young Justice season one, all yesterday, every other episode. Oops, something went wrong. Would you like bro, to reset the app? And it like, never gets better, bro. Every when I was being by the Sopranos, mind you, these are our fucking episodes. I accidentally brushed the analog stick. Oops, something went wrong. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, something went wrong. Whatever contracts put you into existence went wrong. Like, gee, it's it's worse because, like, for some reason, LG don't have a damn HBO Max app, so I have to I airplay it off my phone. It does she was not. A PlayStation. I don't, look, gee, y'all PlayStation experience is horrible. So it's like, hey, and plus it's easy to just I, I don't have to go turn my PlayStation on. I could just put. Put the app on my phone, just airplay it. It's easier. So, literally, for some reason, it doesn't connect to the next episode. It freezes and says, "Oh, something went wrong." So, uh, yeah, that's that happens that. on this sometimes on PlayStation oh, that, too. That's even worse. Come on, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like it, when you know when Sling TV worked better for you when you streamcasting that shit than an integrated app on your system, you know something wrong, bro. Horrible. Something's terribly Horrible. wrong. <laughs> Do better, G, please. But anyway, so uh then we have uh our boy the sentimental Duke and uh yep. his and his girl, uh the maid. So this episode was really focused on his little sister being a high a school girl that likes grown men and I felt a uncomfortable. Weirdo. A weirdo. I'm I'm just glad that the butler literally was just like Please, like, cause, like, cause she doesn't express she, she doesn't say like, oh, I like you or anything. Like, it's literally it's super one sided. Like the butler, yeah, like is. he just says like, I'm glad that you're here. Like, you're his family, and like his mom has abandoned him. So I'm glad that you truly care about you know my master. I'm glad you're here for him type of situation. And then he's like, it, and she's like, oh yeah, it's like it's like uh, cause they were cooking in the middle of the episode, and yeah. basically she goes like, oh, it's like we're a married couple or something. He's like. I will never marry you exactly. because you're younger than me. But then she, <laughs> he's like, her being a he's child, like, <laughs> she catches what she wants to hear. Or I'm just a child, yeah, but she, her being a woman, she, she, she catches yeah, she what, she what she wants to hear. When she hears what she wants to hear, because he's like, yeah, you will never be married. You're way, you're way too younger than me. And then she, and then he, and he's like, oh, married? And he goes like, yeah, but, you know, you do remind me of you know, like, my if I were to have a, a granddaughter around your age. 
and she's like grandkids and it's like <laughs> like she down bad basically that's yeah, her character like, is down Jesus bad Jesus Christ but she dumb girl child phase so but it was focused around her and just that then they went back to the uh, witch situation uh, where they went skating which was you know a nice little moment uh, my man was t- uh, I was scared because I'm gonna say you when she said skate with me I'm like nigga how <laughs> how <laughs> I would say yeah. gee if this nigga touch her hand on accident gee that's a hell of a yeah. way to end- yo I need a bridge of this series gee <laughs> I need a bridge at a bridge where like you know it'd be funny a concept for the bridge would be so he has he still has the power to curse people about like if he touches he touches them they die but then they make alice have a power where she can't die so basically she gets brought back to life and then like they could just kind of manipulate the episodes into which like they're touching each other and she dies in funny ways and then she just comes back he comes <laughs> right back like your thing like I need a bridge. If somebody has the time and patience to do the edits, you you earn the viewer and subscriber. And I will pay for your concept. Patreon. And I will pay for your Patreon. <laughs> but shout out to whoever would do that a bridge. So, but yeah. So he grabbed about her uh, shirt because. Oh, but before and, that, we get introduced to a new character. Oh yeah, um, the crow, the bird looking yeah. dude from who the witch girl was talking about previously. So he pops up, they get introduced. He's a talking bird, literally a talking bird. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's like some kind of transformation where like he doesn't really show his true form, but it's it's, yeah, it's a weird it's, thing. It's weird. But they are witches, so I guess they really care about their that parents. too. So he's but like a ha- the funny part was when he was sta- he was a bird and he was staring at Alice. It's like he was talk- like they were talking about like oh, you know you got magic power on you and he's like oh yeah like you you're looking for a cuff. And then he's just staring at Alice. He turn pops up into his human form, and then they're just talking. He's like, he's like, yeah, I like. He's like, I love women. And then he goes like, I particularly love boobs. And he's like, what's not? And then the main character's like, what are you talking about? He's like, what's not to like about boobs? And then the main character goes like, I'm more of a thigh man myself. <laughs> and then it cuts to Alice taking notes in the background. <laughs> Funny, just just little funny moments like that, and then, um, this is a, this is, I, I guess this is when we're starting to move on to the plot of a uh, Duke. Basically, the episode ends with Cuff and the uh, bird nigga going like, "Listen, <clears throat> on the next red moon, we're going to invite you guys to, um, they call it the witches' Sabbath. Uh, we can't tell you anything about, you know, witches or anything like that." But we'll bring you along so that you can do some investigation so that you could potentially find the person who cursed you. Um, Alice wants to come along because in a previous episode, there was someone who seemed like a witch who kind of like knew who she was. So I'm, I'm thinking that Alice has something to do. Or maybe even Alice is a witch and she just doesn't want to tell it, tell anybody. But um, I'm very interested because it looks like the next episode based off of the little preview uh preview being the title of the episode it seems to me that that's going to be what the, happens in the next episode and it also ends on a sweet little note where um alice and his sister uh Viola yeah alice and his a, sister have like have a little a sleepover talk yeah and i 
And it, I mean, it's kind of dumb how she seems like she knows about love, but she doesn't know that Alice and her brother are in love with each other <laughs> for exactly. some stupid like, reason. Right in front of you. Like. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, but I did like the part where she was like, well, you know, since I'm a girl, uh, my, my mom only cared about, you know, the main character and his younger brother. They, she never really paid much attention to me. And Alice kind of, I guess she kind of vibed with that. So she told the Duke, like, hey, when you wake up, give her compliments. So that was pretty, that yeah, was which pretty was nice. like a nice little moment. And when he did, she was like, whatever, man, fuck you. Move on. So, like I said, it's that they, they're doing well. Every episode's been good so far. So shout out to these niggas. Uh, then on my end of the spectrum, I watch, it's I don't know why this came out so late, but it is what it is. The great Jawi won't be defeated. So, Random slice of life. Lollycon. <laughs> Fan service women characters with big boobs. So, you, you nasty niggas got everything you want. So, it's about a, a, a girl, woman, I, I don't know who was, a demon lord. And some Final Fantasy looking angel type character pulled up to the scene and fucked shit up. And sent her back to modern day world. Also, oh, devil is a part timer. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, pretty much like that. So, but when the Final Fantasy angel type character pulled up, it destroyed some like crystal that I guess gave her her power and, and all of that, and it kept the demon world together. So pretty much like this character pulled up and just wiped everything out. G like did what it's supposed to do. <laughs> so, so yeah. So, Jawi is the. No, she's the demon lord second in command. So, like, she's all powerful and shit. So, she ends up in the human world. She becomes a lolly for some stupid ass reason. Like, I don't know why, but she becomes a lolly. Um, and but she has the ability to because she has a piece of the little crystal that exploded to help her go back to her regular form, but only for a little bit. So she only uses that form when she goes to work because she has to pay rent, survive. There was a point they showed how much she was struggling because she had to take a bath in the fuck. She had to take a bath in a uh, freaking ghetto tub and pour water over herself and shit like that. I was like, with newspapers in the air around, I was like, that's stupid. Uh, and then they showed her eating onions, chopped onions, and had to pick between mayonnaise or salt to season it with. And I was like, damn, this motherfucker broke. That's, that's very down bad type of Down energy. bad as hell. <laughs> so then they show her at work. She's working hard and all of that. They show that she can, that's what they accept. She can go from her, her, her real form, but she has to work. Then that's when they introduce her boss, who's a dumb, her boss, who's the owner of a restaurant, who's a dumb, big titty adult woman. You know. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Does she have blonde hair? White blonde. That's all I need to know. Yep. <laughs> like, we all, we know the tropes. So, stupid, soft-spoken, you know. Ada, ada. Yeah. <laughs> so, she was like, oh, you know. So, she sees her in her kid form. She's like, oh, no, what happened? And all this. So, then, Jawi is very, like, acts like she's still like, look, I'm, I shouldn't have to work for humans. I shouldn't have to do none of this shit. Fuck y'all. But she takes her like a joke. She's like. Oh my god, you're so adorable. Pinches her cheeks and shit like that. And stupid shit like that. 
So then she pays her more money. She says, I see you working hard. Here's more money. So they go back to uh, Jawa. She's back at her uh, house. She's fighting her landlord, who's her boss's sister, by the way. And they're fighting because she don't want to pay rent. Saying, I shouldn't have to give you muff shit. I could barely eat. Stuff like that. So they arguing going back and forth because she don't want to pay rent. It's like, the spy- like how people make fun of the Spider-Man 3 about the rent scene. Uh, so they have a chase scene, which leads to Jowie running to her boss and runs into her boobs, fan service. And shit happens. She ends up still paying the rent. And yeah. And But she also realized she lost her crystal. The crystal she lost was at her job. She goes to her job. She talks to her boss. Her boss is like, oh, this is yours. I knew it was yours, but I kept it. And Jowie was like, you shouldn't wear that because it gives bad luck. So then she's like, did anything happen to you? She says, no. The only thing happened wrong was my back was hurting and my shoulders are sore. She was like, insert boob joke here. Yeah. So we know what we're getting here. And then they, she got the crystal back. She was happy. Episode ends. So Yeah, you're going to be on your own on that one, buddy. <laughs> I'm probably not going to watch another episode. This is a I'm curious to see what's going on type show. So, yeah, I'm probably done. But... If you are into that type of shit, slice of life fan service type, and you like lollies because you're a sick fuck, and you like stereotypical big boobed women who are dumb in anime specifically, this is for you. It is for you. So it is what it is. And then uh, what else I've been watching? I've been watching Titans um, still. I'm almost done with season two. I think I got two or three episodes left. Uh, the last few episodes I watched. Deathstroke is that nigga. When I say he's that nigga, this nigga's barring his barring these niggas up. He's the reason why the Titans broke up twice. He broke them niggas up twice. Beat Robin's at both Robin's ass. He beat Jason Todd's ass and gave that nigga PTSD. At this uh blowing up a little he had that nigga tied up, blew up a l- the little station thingy, and had that nigga almost take a fall to his death if Superboy didn't come save him. Uh, pretty much beat Dick Grayson's ass twice while also in the process of killing Deathstroke killed his son but he also blamed Jason Todd I mean not Jason Todd, Dick Grayson for that which led to the original reason why they broke up and then Deathstroke no, then Dick Grayson after the second time they broke up because Jason Todd has PTSD and they got mad because Dick Grayson didn't tell them that Deathstroke is picking on them because because <laughs> he's Dick Grayson's the reason why he killed his son. He was like, you know what? They were like, no, fuck you. Outright. They all left. I was like, why y'all keep leaving this nigga? Uh, the Superboy introduction storyline was decent. Um, it was a little weird how they said he had two daddies. And I was like, I see what you're doing here. But no. <laughs> If they did it the way that Young Justice did it, I would have. Did they do it the oh, way wait, Young wait, Justice wait, did wait, it? Wait, 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 wait. Come on, don't, please don't tell me Superman a bull dagger. <laughs> do, do they do it? Okay, so Young Justice does it where he was the, the Catmus program where they were like, all right, we're fucking around with Superman's Kryptonian DNA, but we can't do it fully because we won't be able to control him. So he has to be half Kryptonian, half human. 
Yeah. So it's like but they did, the blood of yes. the blood of Lex Luthor, yep. blood of Superman. That's so that's what they do. Okay, yes, I'm fine but with it's that. just ha- yeah, they I'm did it that. like that. They kept the storyline true, but they oh, made cool. them sound so stupid by saying, "So I have two daddies, Lex Luthor and Superman's my daddy," and it was just like. Did they know they, this is a joke? I know it, they did not like that. It, no, they, no, seriously. That's how he said it. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was supposed to be like a... Just, I want to see my dad. Life. So I'm like... And so the white lady he was with was like, you don't want to meet Lex. Superman, what? They give teases on Justice League just don't fuck with each other at this point. So it's just like, hey. Um, In every single fucking medium that is the Justice League, except the original cartoon, these niggas don't like each other. It's like, what the fuck is the point of y'all being a team? If every single time we see you in movies and comic books, y'all hate each other. Like, like what the hell? So, anyway, so, they they pretty much gave, his his episode was decent, but Superboy, at the end of his episode, he came to say Jason Todd from literally taking the plunge of his death. Uh, In the process that he got shot by a Kryptonian bullet. So he was out cold for like a couple episodes. Uh, but Starfire came to save him by literally burning out the Kryptonian out of him. The Kryptonian poison out of him, which was pretty neat. Uh, Starfire pretty much. So, yeah, after the Dick Grayson. Said, oh, let me matter of fact. No. So Dick Grayson, after everybody leaves, say, fuck you. He goes to Deathstroke's family's crib. So he goes to his wife's house. Say I apologize for uh, the fact that your son died. <laughs> he said I apologize. She says it's whatever. I don't really care, but I forgive you. Then they show Deathstroke was sitting in the living room, chilling in the cut, turned around and said, "Look, man, all that apology shit ain't nothing. But also, since you here and the nigga and you, you your group broke broke up again, he dropped some bars and told that nigga." If I find out that the Titans is back together, even for a weekend, hanging out, I'm killing y'all on sight. I cried, bro. I, I cried. It's like, it's, <laughs> I never understood why you have a bitch that has ties to the hellish underscapes of literally Satan's daughter, basically. You have a chick who can freaking fly into space and even face the searing heat of the sun. You have a nigga who is transcended from a man of science and God himself, Superman. You have the protege of one of the world's greatest detectives, a nigga who can go toe to toe with even Man of Steel Superman. And I never, even in the OG Teen Titans, I never understood why the fuck Deathstroke was such a big deal. Any one of them should just be able to. So- this nigga literally just and, has and, and this nigga literally they, they're just they're not has even teenagers, so they're adults. They're adults at this point, so they, it's like even all worse. he has is a hand. He's he's evil Hawkeye. He's evil Green <laughs> Arrow. That's all. That's it. Because he literally just has enhanced abilities. Like an enhance, like oh, I can hit a little harder than your average human. Not like supernatural, superhuman strength is literally well. A it's human like can enhanced. only go sixty miles an hour. I can go seventy. Like this nigga is not. I mean, I, I know I'm probably offending a lot of DC fans, but it's like <laughs> this dude literally Superman could pop. 
Superman can literally pop up and literally punch this nigga mm-hmm. in the chest. He's dying. So, Boom! Like weird. he's dead. Like I'm just, I'm just trying to understand. I'm just trying to understand why are they struggling against this? Like, what is the big deal with always trying to make these like humanoid ass villains? Like, like with Stain from my hero. Why are y'all trying to make these niggas who's like, if you look at the overarching world that they're in, it's like you ain't shit. You're not. <laughs> Why are we hyping you up like this, dog? Not. You don't like you. All you have is the words. You don't have the authority or power like Thanos. Man, if Cam gonna hate Deathstroke, I wonder how you gonna feel about Slade. But um, never understood that I'm, in Teen Titans. <laughs> never understood that the oh. daughter of Satan, and you, you fuck you, you scared of. And like the funny thing is, swords. like Cam, I think because it was a, when they were trying to say Jason Todd, Starfire was with him. So Starfire threw fire at this nigga. He somehow it didn't make a difference. He and shot her, her in the arm. Was like, all right, she's out of commission. And I, I don't know about the war Starfire, but I know they said that her, there's a reason why she's called Starfire because her fire is like the heat. Of yes. a fucking star. Yeah, it, literally. And in an average, you we can't even get, dog. We can't even get within like a light year of the heat of the sun before our fucking skin evaporates into nothingness. You mean to tell me Deathstroke is like, oh, ew. the Shut sun in the arm and she's like, I'll be <laughs> So, but yeah, so the Dick Grayson like plot and Deathstroke plot is just hilarious because he just then they had them shook. He broke the titles up twice in the flashback and then in during the real time of the story. Starfire little storyline is stupid because so Blackfire pretty much took over her uh, plant, took over the uh, Tamaran, killed they killed her, killed their, killed their parents. So she's trying to get Starfire up out of here. So her little uh, boyfriend security came trying to save her, say, please come home. Somehow Blackfire mind controlled this nigga. And <laughs> to the point where literally he tried to uh, get Starfire to like come home and all of that. But then Starfire was like, I'm not fucking stupid. So I know you're mind control. So literally this is Blackfire talking through him. So she was like, hey, can you fight this? Because I need to hear some things from you. And he just says, just kill me, please <laughs> kill me. So she once again, Cam, this is the funny part. Because what I'm about to say, it literally talks about what you were just saying. How she can literally just kill anybody. And why you didn't do this to Deathstroke. She sent a light fire, like a flamethrower at this nigga. He burnt crisp. <laughs> so, okay. So, because this is what we call in classic literature. I'm not a fucking... Like, but you notice this in a lot of video games, anime, shit like that. It's what we call... Um... It's called, I don't know the specific meaning of it, but it's basically, oh, in video games, it's called gameplay story segregation. Basically, like, say, for instance, um, 2000, oh, I can't believe I'm referencing this, but this is, like, as close to home as it gets. Sonic the Hedgehog, 2006, that that ass game that came out of the PS3. If you remember Silver the Hedgehog, his introductory screen was seen was him flying across the world in like his using his psychokinesis powers, right? But he only did that in a cutscene. 
in gameplay, he walks slow as shit and he can only hover for like a few seconds. So it's like the same thing here. It's like you have, they're only, they're only as strong as when the plot demands them to be strong. It's not like they're consistent. They have a consistency as far as like, okay, we've established how strong this character is. So if character is fighting this person or this person, regardless, they're going to be a set amount of strong, unless they factor in some emotional bullshit or whatever. But the fact that you talking about like a little peef and he it wasn't like Chris, a peef, but it was good. It was like, no, but here's the thing though. Still. <laughs> was that dude from their original planet? Yes. He's a Tamarani. So, so peep, that was a light fire for them because you would assume that, you know, biology, biology things, right? That their skin is adaptive to like resisting certain types of heats and shit like that because exactly, they need to yes. for the sake of their powers. You mean to tell me a nigga from her planet burnt to a crisp, but this nigga Deathstroke, who is the equivalent of evil Hawkeye, is basically he's basically evil superman when the plot demands it and everybody else is Hello, <laughs> i got you i got to answer for you it's this thing called we make somebody powerful but we did we give them this one thing to make them not powerful no more a mental blockage in which they don't use the full extent of their power because I they don't want to kill nobody that shit. they are against killers <laughs> It's like stop jerk, stop hand jerking and making these pet characters strong. If you're just gonna be like, well, we gotta make them weak because they can't use their full power. Then why give them full power at all? Exactly. He's like, come on now. But they have Destro gotta look like a real nigga. Uh, I do like the teasing that they did with Blackfire, just saying like, I'm pulling up. Also, the actor who's gonna play it, who's playing Blackfire, gorgeous. That's a black queen. Shout to. It's funny that Tamaran's. They just said Tamaran is a black. Outright, they're black. <laughs> okay, hold on, black fire. No, oh, I like, seen it too. She uh, she most definitely right can yet. She definitely a queen. G like, hey, um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah like, but she she it was funny because she literally told Starfire, I'm like, I'm coming for your ass, G, because since I'm ruler, only people who's gonna rule uh, who's gonna rule under me are those that love me. I was like, damn, it's toxic. Toxic. That sounds like, sound like a woman thing. Very toxic black queen right there. I'm I'm all for it. So Blackfire is is uh valid in my book. Uh, then that the episode I last watched ended with uh Dick Grayson saying, "You know what? I I can't do shit no more. I'm, I'm tweaking. Uh, I'm a be, I'm at an airport. I was gonna go to uh Greenland for some stupid ass reason, but no, I'm gonna ignore Beast Boy's phone call because I lost Superboy." And I'm just gonna punt, beat up the police at an airport and get arrested. And that's what how the episode last episode I watched in. I still got two episodes left, but <laughs> Dick Grace is down bad. Deathstroke got them niggas uh scared. So shout out to that. But um, yeah, that's it for me in terms of what's cracking. You can go into the game side. Yes, Sturski. So we have. This is so this is gonna be the theme for these two games. Um so and oh my god. Uh Capcom and Square Enix. I don't know who was in charge of the release date. Why did you release these two games on the same day? I feel sorry for like 
like I'm glad that I'm taking a break from Black Otaku plays because ain't no fucking way. It's this dude that I'm following on YouTube who on the day that the games came out, he released part ones for both of them. And I'm like, man, I can't do that. Can't do that if I was you. Uh, but basically, Neil, the world ends with you in uh, the great Ace Attorney uh, Chronicles came out. Um, I bought them both. They're both all multi-platform, but I bought them both for PlayStation. Um, so Neil, the world ends with you is the official sequel to the world ends with you a game that came out on the nintendo ds and to even say how old these series are it's going to be the, the the theme of this game is oh not necessarily nostalgia but like kingdom Hearts syndrome where we had to wait 14 years for kingdom hearts 3 to come out um and also why why japanese games specifically need to abandon JP, US, EU, AU type of stuff and just do worldwide releases um, for their fan bases. So The World Ends With You originally came out in 2007, my boy, <laughs> on the Nintendo DS. And we are getting a sequel now in 2021 for the PS4 and I believe Nintendo Switch. I think those are the only things that this game came out for. Uh, but yeah, uh, I've been playing that. I, I am... How many hours am I? I think I'm at like 15 hours. Uh, but I have been enjoying this game a lot. Um, my experiences with World Ends With You, um, the first one, was basically like I played a little bit of it. I stopped halfway through and then I just watched a like a, a let's play of the rest of the game. Uh, just because I didn't really. The gameplay for the DS was really kind of like mm, it, it, it wasn't my style i did hear i did hear that the because they have a re a remake on the not a remake but a remaster on the switch that i might pick up after i'm done with the uh, neo but essentially neo takes place three years after the world ends with you um neku who is the main protagonist of the original game saved shibuya from the reapers game which essentially is a game that is designed to so whenever you whenever you die in real life you're sent to this place called the ug which is the underground um they're basically separated into two realities it's real ground which is where if you're alive and the ug which is underground which happens when you die you're sent to the ug and you're participating in this place called the reapers game where you have seven days to complete a bunch of challenges and if you come out on top you get a wish granted. You get a wish granted of whatever you want. Um, so, in the original game, Neku had to. The there was a kind of a conspiracy behind the game where, if they lost, the entirety of Shibuya would have been erased from existence, meaning not just, not just the world, like not just that area in Tokyo disappears but people's memories of it disappears. So like whoever is both in the real life and on the underground. So whoever was alive in Shibuya once it got erased, no matter what the, what family ties, friends ties, whatever, they would be wiped from existence literally. Um, they established that in Neo because there's a part of the game when they said that Shinjuku uh, got erased and the main characters was like, 
what do you mean Shinjuku? Like, we don't know what the hell Shinjuku is. And it's like, yeah, you don't know because it got erased from existence. Um, so basically the theme of this game is, so the main character's name is Rendo um, and his best friend, Fret. Uh, they're in 104 Shibuya, basically doing things. And then all of a sudden uh, they're transported. They basically kind of get isekai and they see like these creatures running around called noise they basically think heartless from kingdom hearts um and his best friend gets smashed by a car it's kind of funny the way it happens all of a sudden (laughs) (laughs) but the main character (laughs) getting smashed by a car animations are just hilarious as hell (laughs) it just he just gets fucking crushed but the main character turns back time because um that's the thing that gets established is that he has the ability to turn back time. It's funny as hell how many games have come out with the concept of time travel and shit like that within this past year alone. It's like we like a lot of the Japanese games I've been playing is literally like, yeah, I can, you know, manipulate time or whatever like that. But basically, they find out that they're in the Reaper's game in Shibuya and they don't know what the hell's going on, but their main objective is basically there, there are five, yeah, there are five teams that are participating in the game. You got the Ruin Bringers, the Varia Beauties, Deep River Society, Pure Hearts, and the main characters group, which is called the Wicked Twisters. Um, and basically, they all compete against each other throughout the week to get as many points as they can in order to get their wish granted. So the main characters group is obviously they want to be brought back into real life because they establish and there's a lot this is i need people to bear in mind that i'm giving you the clip notes version of the plot be but you need to be reminded that this is a not this is a jrpg this is a square enix game and this is a game by tetsuya nomura so what i'm telling you is i'm just trying to tell you things that make sense (laughs) for now there's a lot of shit that i could go into that's take a lot longer in this podcast and we ain't got time for that but i will probably cover that in the black otaku reviews but there's a lot a lot of shit but this is just kind of like week one stuff i'll put it like that so they want to win the game so that they can be brought back into the real life but then on the seventh day what ends up happening is that they get gypped and basically um there's this thing that happens with the room bringers that no matter how many points they accumulate or whatever, the Ruin Bringers always win. Um, and their wish is to always continue the game. They go like, oh, the Ruin Bringers always win because the teams that they get introduced to there, they've been in the game a lot longer than the main characters group. So they go like, oh, you know, the Ruin Bringers always win. And whenever they win, their wish is to continue the game from, from start. Um, so that's it as far as like, a basic plot like i said before there's a lot <laughs> a lot of twists and turns and a lot of shit that goes into the story that i don't want to get into for the sake of time but as far as gameplay is concerned um i really like it's 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 like a I, it's hard to explain this this concept because it's very different than the og game so essentially you act in battle with these things called pins and each character in your party, you can have up to, for now, I'm at the part where I have 
five characters in my party. So each pin is assigned a button. So say for instance, I have a pin that is that uses the triangle button. I have a pin that uses R1. I have a pin that uses L2 and R1. So that's each, so your party member is assigned that particular button as far as like a battle prompt. So you don't control your party through like active turn, like turn-based, go attack main character. No, it's basically, I press this button and this character attacks. I press this button and this character attacks. So, um, and it's, 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 I like how it is because it's like a, it's kind of like a more, not necessarily like, like a hack and slash or a turn base. It's more so like a rhythm style because if you perform a certain action, there's something that will happen where an enemy, like a button will appear over the enemy that says, you know, drop the beat. And basically if you attack your enemy with another party member, you have this gauge at the uh, at the top of your um, command that fills up, and once it gets to one hundred percent, you can unleash like a super powerful move on all of your enemies. So your objective is to kind of like utilize all of the button prompts that you assign to your characters through the pins, in order to deal certain amount of like in order to basically kind of like mix and match and perform certain actions to get that gauge to one hundred percent, so you can unleash more powerful attacks. You unlock a shit ton more stuff in battle, but that's just bare minimum basics um also uh levels work differently in this game there's a there's a system in which you can you can reduce your level or increase your level um and if you reduce your level you get higher xp drops you get higher exp um pin drops and things more money things like that and uh, if you increase your level you get you know less less experience and stuff like that so essentially your levels don't turn to your actual stats your level only increases your hp in order to increase your stats like attack there's only really like attack defense and i think oh attack defense and style hp attack defense and style um and the way you get that is by eating food so food in the game, like you go to a restaurant and basically whatever you eat, um, different people have different affinities, to certain foods. So you get higher stat drops, but that's how you permanently gain uh, your experience. Um, and then once you get to a certain stuff, there's like a fullness thing. And then once you get once your characters are full, you can't eat anymore. So in order to eat, you have to do a certain amount of battles and stuff like that. Um, your style is essentially equipment in this game is tied to like because the world ends with you kind of likes to go for this the the kind of the style that they have in japanese is a very cultural like this is how hip japan is to say to, to kind of phrase it a certain way but basically each equipment has a passive ability tied to it but in order to utilize that passive ability you have to have a certain amount of style so if your style is too low, you can still equip the equipment. You're just gonna, you're only gonna get the stat boost. You're not gonna get the passive that's tied to it. Um, so I kind of like how they do that. Also, this game's OST is absolute flames. Like it's this is one of those games that has a lot of like Japanese hip, hip hop and stuff like that that's tied to it. 
like rock and all the other stuff, rock, metal. It has a variety of different, like, it's just like, it's just a very amalgamation of Japanese culture in terms of like their hip hop culture, basically to say, I don't know really how to phrase it better than that. Um, but that's pretty much um, kind of the basis of World Ends With You. As far as like traveling within the world, each character has certain special abilities that you can utilize. One character has the ability to like make people remember stuff, which is very important for side quests. Another person has the ability to mind dive into people to help like solve their problems and stuff like that. And then the main character obviously has um, time travel powers, which is more plot based than side quest based. Um, but yeah, I, I, I highly recommend. Also the map is basically like the area of Shibuya but like kind of like in a cartoon way but the way they the way the map is designed tied to the graphics of the game is very unique and it's like really cool to kind of see as you're traveling throughout Shibuya Japan um so I highly recommend this game it is $60 it's only available on PlayStation 4 and Switch I believe um so whatever whatever system you're comfortable with playing get it on there um and yeah you'll have a good time especially if you're a fan of the DS game and I mean You've waited a lot of years. Go ahead, cop it. I highly recommend it. So on to the uh, great Ace Attorney. So that was an example of Kingdom Hearts Syndrome as far as like waiting for the game. And this was worldwide. Neil, Neil, the world ends with you. I think I believe was worldwide release. Good on you, Square Enix. Capcom, let's talk about you. So and I feel so sorry for Ace Attorney fans. <laughs> like I, I really do. And I, you have my sympathy as someone who has played the Legend of Heroes series. So the fourth game of Trails of Cold Steel came out, I believe, last year. But it came out originally in Japan in, I believe, like 2017 or 2018, like really early. Um, and to put it into perspective, so we just got the fourth game of the Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel. Um, in Japan, there are already two games that come after Trails of Cold Steel 4 that are already out. And they're about to release another game in JP this week alone. And they've already, they've confirmed that the next game that's coming out that's after uh, Trails of Cold Steel 4 that's dropping on the US is coming out in 2023. You have three games out that are already in JP and we're not getting the next one of three games until 2023. Oh, that's hilarious. They got y'all niggas about to throw. <laughs> but what I but what I'm down but, bad. This is, Ace Attorney fans got a bad worser. So Ace Attorney, so the great Ace Attorney Chronicles that came out for the PS4 and I believe the Switch. Sorry, Xbox. I, I don't know what happened. Um but this game is what because people kind of classify ace attorney games by numbers so this i believe is the seventh game in the ace, ace attorney chronicle ace attorney series this game originally came out in 2015 on japan for the nintendo 3ds and we are just now getting it in 2021 japan I need you to realize that you have series that are just as popular 
if not even more popular in the West than in the East. So I need you in terms of logistics, in terms of release dates, I need you to realize that having JP only release dates is a fucking detriment to your games. A lot of people want to play these games whenever it's available. So I don't know if you need to throw the bag for localization teams or whatever, but you need to take you need to take that L on profits in order for you to take a, a, a W as far as recurrent revenue when that shit gets out. Because ain't no fucking way the seventh game in the Ace, Ace Attorney series came out in 2015 on the fucking 3DS. A fucking ha- <laughs> a fucking handheld system. This shit. And you mean to tell me I'm playing that shit in 2021 on my PS5? <laughs> That's like three generations ahead. What were you thinking, dog? Like that is just no, it's terrible. If this was like a remaster or something, right? Then it'd be a different story. But the fact that we've had to wait, it, this isn't like Neo the World's Ends with you, where it's just we just waited a long ass time for a sequel, but it was a worldwide release. This is a this shit has been out already, and we're just now getting it. So people who were probably who don't have the money, time, patience, or resources to or just get a port and download this fucking translation pack and fuck around with Nintendo's stupid ass software to see if you can translate everything in get no none of that shit people had to wait years for this game to come out and i don't know if you know this japan but ace attorney is extremely fucking popular in the west definitely is niggas love phoenix right even if you don't know the gameplay mechanics of phoenix right You've heard of, gee, I don't know. Objection! Niggas reference fucking Phoenix Wright, whether they know it or not. It's like JoJo, basically. That's how popular Phoenix Wright is. JoJo reference. Everything's a JoJo reference. It's like, um, <laughs> so yeah, that's that's the background for this game. It's just, it's just a, an example of, there just really needs to be a change in how these release dates are as far as like JP to US and us to jp or whatever bro like you just need to market your games and localize your games for worldwide releases you'll get a lot more money that way um but anyway ace attorney great ace attorney is a prequel a a super prequel basically this is phoenix Wright's great 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 something granddad um ryonosuke naruhidu um is his name and this is set between, this is in the late 19th century during the um, Japanese Meiji period and the English Victorian period. So basically peak racism, Great Britain, and kind of after World War II, we're licking our wounds, uh, J- Japan. <laughs> so uh, there, is, and I mentioned this because this game is very like, like, not necessarily racist, but there, I it kind of is racist towards the way that Japanese people were maybe probably perceived by Great Britain. I don't know if this is just over exaggeration, 
Um, but the first case, like this game is separated. There's two games basically. Cause it's like a, a, a bundle package, so to speak. I will say though, this game is only $40. And the fact that they packaged two games for $40, I gotta give you props for that Capcom. But there's five cases, I believe, in between each game. Um, I am on case two of the first game. And the it's, it's kind of funny how if people who've played uh, Trials and Tribulations, which is the third Phoenix Wright game, um, the very first case that you do in Trials and Tribulations, Phoenix Wright is a, mur- uh, is a murder suspect. Um, and in this game, the very first trial, which is like Phoenix Wright's um, ancestor, he is also a murder suspect. But the funny thing about this one is basically, so his friend was originally supposed to be def- defending him as a lawyer. But there was a proposition where basically if he fails to defend uh, Rianosuke in court, he won't be able to go to Great Britain because he wants to go to Great Britain in order to um, become a better lawyer, st- study there to become a better lawyer, right? So off bat, they, are, they do a great job. And I just want you to realize what I'm saying because it's going to be very soul crushing and kind of funny because they do this trope in the older Phoenix Wright games in the past, the first one to be specific. But basically the main character, so the judge comes out and he's like, all right, so the, uh, you know, defendants, you know, who is going to represent uh, Ryanosuke Naruhudo in court? And Ryanosuke's dumb ass, he has this funny ass. So if anybody's played Phoenix Wright, you know that the, the thing with that game is the sprite animations and how they like do certain things like Phoenix Wright slamming down his hands on the table or he him doing the finger point when he does objection and shit like that. So Rianosuke has this funny ass animation where he just goes like <laughs> he raises his he raises his hands and he goes like I'm going to defend myself in court. So his friend was originally supposed to be his defending lawyer. He ends up defending himself in court and obviously he went I, I really do like the first case. Um, because the, the funny thing about Phoenix, right, is that there's always a turning point in which the, the littlest, funniest shit ends up being the reason why you find out basically which witness actually did the murder. Because for those who don't know, and those who are lawyers, every Phoenix Wright case has something to do with murder. Always does. And always will. Um, sound like, uh, sound like another game. <laughs> uh but basically um the first case i won't spoil too i won't spoil in case people want to actually play and figure out themselves who are phoenix right fans or ace attorney fans but the turning point of the case was literally how somebody bit a stake smallest fucking detail but it literally was like if that person hadn't eaten steak a certain way they would have got off scot-free but because they ate steak a certain way, they were found guilty of murder. Um, and in the second case, so you remember I was talking about that best friend and I was I was actually hyped because the best friend looks kind of cool. He's like, he has like this headband that always flaps in a sprite animation. And he has like this cool looking katana at his side. So if you remember, I don't know, Chris, how, how familiar are you with the Phoenix Wright series? No, I, I never personally played the games. I'm just, I like watch people play it. So okay. I'm not, yeah. So the, the first game, the first Phoenix Wright game, um, in the first case, you were with um, this lady called, I think, Maya? No, 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 Mia Faye, which is basically his, like, mentor. 
Um, and then that's the first case of the game. And the second case, she dies. And you're basically trying to find out your your case is basically finding out who murdered her because they think that the murder suspect is her sister, Maya Faye, who becomes an important character throughout the later end of the Phoenix Wright series. So in this game, in the very second case, starts off, your best friend got murdered because you were on a boat to go to Great Britain. He stole you away on a boat because he wants you to go to Great Britain with him in order to study law. He fucking dies. And then the sec and then he already got so Rianosuke already got framed in case one for murder. And in the very second case, he gets framed again for murder for killing his best friend. So now you're basically trying to find out who actually killed your best friend in the second case. So very wild stuff in Phoenix, right? Um, or not Phoenix, right? But Ace Attorney, uh, the great Ace Attorney. Um, they do this funny thing where because Sherlock Holmes is like heavily copyrighted, the they do the funny thing where basically the 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 Sherlock is not Sherlock Holmes, it's Herlock Holmes. <laughs> so <laughs> and so basically that's that's kind of gonna be your um i guess maya faye of the game if you want to call it no she's he's not maya faye he's kind of i don't know he's it's weird i guess he's going to be like the best friend of the series since you know your best friend just died but it's a very quirky game it's very interesting um they have this so this phoenix Wright is kind of like a glorified visual novel um but you'll <laughs> be it's very interactive though mm-hmm. but they have this mode in the game where if you just solely want to just watch, if you just solely want to play Phoenix Wright for the sake of just seeing the cases unfold, they have a mode where the game plays itself for you entirely. So when you're doing the cases, you have to find evidence and all other stuff, the game will do it automatically for that. Obviously that locks you out of getting any trophies for the game if you're playing this on PlayStation. Switch, Switch people, you don't have to care about that. But if you're playing, if you're a trophy whore and you like to collect trophies, don't play that mode because you won't get any fucking trophies. Um, but yeah, I recommend it. Just to wrap this up, I recommend it. Um, it's only forty dollars, and it's two games for forty dollars. Um, so yeah, it's, it's very. You get the classic Phoenix right um, as far as like the funny ass. There's just just one last fucking post. So you know the the animation of Phoenix Wright slamming his ten hands on the table and it makes the sound. So Rianosuke does this animation. He does the same animation, but he's he's very like shy and he's he's like more reserved and shy than Phoenix Wright is. So he does this thing where he's he like puts his hands on the table, but it makes this like squishy sound because he sees <laughs> he sees his best friend do it in the first case, right? He's like you know, protection. And he, he does the same thing. He goes like he, squishy sound. He go, he looks at his hand like this. Why didn't, why didn't it make the sound that he did? It's, it's a funny ass anime. So you get all of the classic Phoenix Wright stuff. So if you are a fan of the Ace Attorney series, pick this up um, or watch your favorite content creator play it or buy the game and let the game play itself for you. And you just get to read and watch as everything happens. So that's it for that. All right, cool. So that's uh, it for what's cracking. Uh, let's go ahead and get into news. We don't really got much in terms of news this week. Uh, Scarlett Johansson versus the Mouse. Um, 
So Scarlett Johansson is mad because I don't think she's got none of the streaming revenue from uh, yeah. Black Widow, which is justified. You should sue. And plus, you have nothing to lose because you don't fuck with Disney no more because your iteration of the character is dead. So capitalize off your bag. I don't think it's that big of a deal because she's going to get her money. They're going to work a, uh, what you call it, our settlement because same thing happened with. Uh, oh, out of court, out of court settlement, basically. Yeah, out of court settlement. Yeah, they're going to do that regardless. Yeah, because yeah, same thing happened with DC uh, and Warner with um, Justice League and Wonder Woman 2, where I think they, well, they actually changed the contract around. But I think uh, Gal Gadot still threatened to sue. So more than likely. It's going to end with an out-of-court settlement. Here's your money. Shut the fuck up. Leave us alone. F Black Widow. They didn't care about the movie anyway because they kept pushing it back for COVID reasons, which is what they can run with. But she's going to get her money either way. They made, like, who cares? Like, it is what it is. Um, I just find it funny how it's like they said that it was basically saying that, like, the agreement was that the company guaranteed an exclusive theatrical release for her solo film. And it's like, <laughs> this is COVID out here prospering, baby girl. Like, it's like, I would have like, been, I, 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 don't, I don't know if she signed it before COVID shit hit, but I would have at least, if I was, I don't know, because I don't know everything about the contracts. I'm not going to say anything like that she should have did this or that, but I would have been like, I would have looked that contract over again and been like, can, can you include... Uh, streaming services in there too, Disney, please. Exactly. I think, <laughs> I think the thing is, and this is an assumption, that they didn't tell her that they was going to stream it until the last minute. So that's what, oh, I yeah. don't think that was ever a a thing that was to cross her mind. Even though Disney said they gave her money, it's still like you still because most of the a lot of that money came from, if you made sixty. It was like sixty or six hundred. It was a crazy amount of well, money. Well, sixty million. It was, what, was sixty million report, off like Disney Plus when, alone. When right? we reported, it was sixty million at the time. So, yeah. it, but I'm off pretty Disney sure Plus. it's crazy amount now. Um, and like, if you understand nothing, if you sat it with the mouse, please release Kevin Feet dick out your mouth because you yeah. don't. Like, <laughs> that's nothing. You don't sat with the mouse in this situation. I don't care how much you love Marvel. Don't sat with the mouse. It, they get they, they get their money at the end of the day, bro. Yeah, they're like, not, they're the not day, stressing. They, like, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Mickey Mouse is smoking his pipe right now. Guess what? Shit. She's going to get the money that she's going to get. One, because they're going to sell it outside of court, and two, it, it like they know what they're doing. Like, this is a multi-million dollar company. You think they didn't know that Charlotte Gohansa was going to want her check? You think they yeah. didn't see that? In the, the they low key exactly. probably had a check aside as soon as they yeah. released. As soon as they released those streaming numbers, they's like, "Oh, is she suing us?" All right, send her that check. Yeah, just throw yeah, it away. Like, it's, it's a, it's a funny, it's it's funny. You know, like you know, a lot of people like, bro, what she, you know, she better. This is the, at the end of the day, bro. They don't. These actors don't care about these movies as much as y'all do. They don't. They don't. Especially like if you look into MCU, like a lot of the actors that are part of the MCU, like don't like when we like Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr. Like, I think they they literally had to this nigga joke because they were like he was so done with Avengers. By the time Avengers 2 came out, he was like, I don't want to play Iron Man anymore. 
and it was like bro we need you what what do you want he's like well give me that um you know the a the avengers tower give me that a tower prop and they literally gave that to him and he was like, all right i'll continue doing iron man like fucking what is it um what's that natalie portman Mm -hmm. don't want to did not I don't know how they roped her into doing Thor four, but they was like she does not care. The bag, yeah, they gave they threw it a bag, but she does not. She has said it on camera countless of times that she does not fucking care about the superhero shit at all. Same thing with Black Widow. Is a lot of people who are within the MCU that do not care about the MCU. Only when they're doing those fucking late night show interviews and shit, they care because it's a contract and it's a bag. But outside of it, regardless, they, they don't care. It's a bag. They don't. They don't, they don't even watch the shit, bro. Like they don't. They don't. Oh, I yeah. mean, they don't. Even, they don't even get to the the source material. Like they don't. You know, like so. You got some people that are fans of things of that nature, but it's not that big. I, I, I honestly hate. You know, y'all know I hate superhero movies, but I honestly hate the aura around superhero movies or the the this and that. Like I hate like the 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 the, the we put how much of a pedestal we put on the on the fucking. The niggas that's not even doing the fucking leg work, my nigga. Like, like, there's like, 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 if Scarlett Johansson and Robert Downey Jr. wants to peel the fuck out, let them peace out. Don't be like, bro, why do you woo this and woo that? Or when when Chadwick Boseman died, the first thing motherfucker said, like, who's gonna play back? Yeah, who's gonna play black? No. Who's gonna play black? It's <laughs> like, like, it, no, it wasn't like, even just that. They were like, they better not recast the child. Better not like, recast him or who's gonna play. It's like they didn't care about him as an actual human being. They cared about his worth as an actor. Oh, they they went to Surti. They went to Surti, and it was like, "Yo, get ready. You got a, a big mouth at the field." I'm like, "Who the shit? The friend fuck died. Up. <laughs> like, a friend, a friend died. died. Like, come on. You know, he, when you said that thing about them not watching the movies, it was this funny ass interview um, with Anthony Mackie. I think uh, Sebastian uh, Stan, I believe. And Tom mm-hmm. Holland, I think they were at Comic Con, and I think uh, I think Tom Holland said he's like, "Did you?" He's like, "Did you see uh, my Spider-Man movie?" And Anthony Mackie was like, "No, I didn't." <laughs> like, <laughs> like Anthony Mackie just a nasty, how, funny nigga too, though. So. That's, I think that, but no, he, he was serious. He didn't. I he can didn't tell. He probably was serious at that point. But it was fun, but I it was believe. funny as hell that Tom Holland was like, "Oh yeah, you're right. I should probably see your." Never mind. <laughs> like, but it's just yeah, these actors don't. Care. Well, Tom Holland is somebody who actually cares. Like, if you yeah, want somebody who actually cares, that's he, he cares. He's a fan. He cares an outrageous amount too. He he yeah. wants nobody to play like other things with Spider Man and shit. Like, he cares an outrageous amount. It's just because he's not voicing Doctor Strange, Spider Man, and the What If. And a lot of people thought he was gonna sue Marvel for that because they like because they really want this nigga to. Well, he really. Loves the the Spider Man role, which you know I don't give a shit, but um, it's a it's a, it's a crazy it's a crazy um uh what's the word for it? just a, a crazy ass thing like the amount of care sometimes these motherfuckers give for these oh, these movies better word like better word for it entitlement there we go. yeah it's, it's an entitlement like I remember off the high of Loki right and. I'm like, man, Loki was a good show. This is a nice ending. Woody, woody, woody. Like, people, like, Kevin Feig, you genius. Thank you, Kevin Feig. I'm like, bro, he didn't do it, though. Like, this wasn't... Okay, please. 
fucking, I fucking hate this Vegeta dog. The worst, I'm like, my bad. Dokkan talk real quick, bro. Man, I know niggas don't play it as much. Yeah, I as thought I we was over with Dokkan talks, man. <laughs> Look, well, I'm sorry. I'm just two it, seconds. You talking about that straight bro. Vegeta? No, no, no. I love that card. Vegeta. So the the Vegeta event, the last Vegeta, he oh, does. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. lowers your defense at the super. No matter what the fucking unit is, you are fucked. Tapion got super attack. And he took 70k after each hit normal. He took 70k normals after that super attack. It is hell. Hell. But um back to like so Kenneth Feed was doing all this this dumb shit and stuff like that. And I mean not Kenneth Feed. People was like, yes, Kenneth Feed, Eugene, Eugene. I'm like, bro, one, the bar is so fucking low for this nigga, bro, that I laugh every time. Like the bar, like it's so fucking low. I, I actually hate it, by the way, because it's like we don't because it's like we, we set the expectation for Marvel shit to be low. But everybody else shit is like, hey, bro, you got to live up to this Marvel stuff. I'm like, what the fuck is we living up? To oh, yeah, it's because we because so everybody when it comes to Marvel, everybody this is the problem I have with this shit is that when it comes to Marvel it comes to the MCU, everybody just it, it's it's the what is what do I call it? One Piece syndrome, Dragon Ball, just fan syndrome. Period. Fan base syndrome. Period. Where like stand if, standing, stand base and shit like that. Where it's like they can do no wrong. Like if you criticize even one aspect of what happens within the MCU, you're a hater. You're a DC fanboy. All this other shit. And it's like, it's like that. And it's a reason why. Like you yourself, Detro, where you say like, and even me sometimes when I'm just like. Oh, you know, another superhero movie like Shang-Chi comes out, I believe, in September. And it's mm. like, I don't really care about that movie. Oh, Eternals comes out. I don't care about like the only thing MCU worthy that I cared about this entire this entire month is Spider-Man. Like didn't really like I wasn't really as hyped for Captain, you know, Captain Falcon, Captain America, whatever that shit. So um, Loki. Loki never was one of my favorite characters in the MCU, but I know why they did it because females love him. Um, and like, what if I don't care about that? Like a lot of the stuff that's coming out for the MCU is just like, all right, you know what I'm saying? I'm excited for a lot of the stuff that they set up, but for the stuff that we have now, I don't care. But if I were to say stuff like that, the MCU fan base would be like, well, you don't know what you're talking about, Kevin Feige, this and all blah, blah, blah. And like, you just, you just like DC a lot, bro. Like Justice League suck. And it's like, no, it's just, <laughs> Realize that, like, when it comes to us being reviewers, when it comes to us saying stuff about the Marvel fan, it's a critique. You critique the things that you love because you want them to get better. Because if MCU is always on top and DC is always on bottom, there's this thing called stagnation because there's no competition. There's no mm -hmm. need to get better. Because if I come out with something and you just love it exponentially, regardless of if it's good or not, why should I change? It's the reason why we have shit like DLC, um, season pass, microtransactions, loot boxes, battle passes, and shit like that. Because you accept everything that somebody gives you without demanding change or without there being competition on the other side of the wall that goes like, hey, we're here too, and we're doing it better than you. So step your game up. You get shit like this fan base with the MCU. And that's, what I, that's, that's what I hate about the MCU and this fan base. Yeah, I just, you know, I, I wish, you know, like, I, I like, 
like to go back to Loki. I thought it was an amazing, you know, ending. And I'm not talking about. I'm talking about Loki to make a point. But I enjoy like it. And it wasn't because I'm not thinking about the fucking future of an Avengers movie. You know what I mean? I just I look at it as an ending of a TV show that has no ramifications for what the end. And I wish like. I wish, like, when I mean by this Marvel shit, it's like people people put on rose tinted glasses for this shit, and and it's 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 just it's just annoying to the point that it become a fucking. It's like the new villain for the plug I'm about to put in for uh goddamn um what's that new Suicide Squad? I'm not getting paid, but I'm gonna put a plug. It's like the new villain Starro. These niggas hypnotized, folk, and it, it's <laughs> weird. It's 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 fucking weird, but. All in all, I hope Scarlett Johansson get the fucking bag. Like, beat the mouse. She's going to get the bag because... It's not, you're not she, really... The mouse is here. She's, not, here. They, she's, she's going to alone. get her money, but <laughs> she ain't beating them. They, exactly. They, it's not beating the mouse. <laughs> it's like, beating it's, the mouse is you get, whatever, a, you get a billion dollars. Whatever, whatever, or fucking, like, worse, you get, like, an Activision Blizzard situation. But, like, the, the worst that's coming out for this, it's like them dropping a dollar on the street, bro. That's how much this impacts them. Because at the end of the day, if you're talking about image or impact, you say majority of the people already sided with Disney. So obviously, who don't matter who wins, they they oh, hand to they on their hands and feet for us. Kevin Feige, look, we got Shang Chi dropping next month. We got Spider Man dropping. We got Eternals dropping. We got What If dropping. Disney don't give a shit. Yeah, their reputation is fine. I'm, and I'm happy. I'm looking for. I'm definitely looking forward to whatever. I don't like it, the fact. Like, I don't like it that it's a CG. I hate like low budget CG shit. I kind of wish you, you just shouldn't have, like animated it. No, I don't know why 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 like figures have a, a problem with two D animation, especially when you put budget on it. It beats three D every fucking time, unless you like fucking Pixar or something. But it, I, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to all the shit. But shout out to Scarlett Johansson. I ain't never sticking up for the the mouse unless that mouse gonna put his hand in my pocket and I can put my hand in his. So, um, yeah, fuck that nigga. Right, let me quit before I put some niggas in the all black well, Chevy. You know, all we gonna hear, all we gonna hear from the trails back is a uh, oh. <laughs> you gonna hit dudes in, in, with the uh, Mickey Mouse ears pull up at your doorstep? G. Oh, you gonna be helpful? Are you the Trail Boken? It's gonna be like that South Park episode. <laughs> yeah. But uh, before we uh, talk about the give Ubisoft. Add into the Activision you did, uh, Sony with the bait with the uh, the upcoming well currently the beta firmware update. So pretty much the next big firmware update we're getting allows um you to finally upgrade your SSD storage unit. So shout out to that. But it does come. They did mention all the qualifications for what kind of SSD you would need. And, <laughs> and all so, of them are expensive. Expensive as <laughs> fuck. <laughs> the thing <laughs> expensive as hell. Let me uh damn man. It shouldn't be this. Oh there we go. Alright. So wait, is this it? Here we go. I'm like, where the fuck the damn article go? But yeah, so SSDs is still kinda new tech, so that's why it's still expensive. Just for Two terabytes, you're, you're touching 400. <laughs> you're touching 400 for two terabytes for SSD. Uh, so, 
No, it's, well, it's it's new tech when it comes to consoles. So I feel like a lot of these companies are are definitely exploiting of. that, taking yeah. advantage of it. So I wish. Okay, so with this update, blah blah blah. We can also updates. do we can also do comparisons with hard drives because what was it? It was a is did it the article? Would you put the article on? Uh, is it on uh, the Black Otakus of the Culture? Yeah, Black Otakus. Um, let me look at that. So yeah, so as you looking it up, so Sony states you need an M M dot two SSD. That's and this is nerd talk, so I don't know what the fuck this means. A PCL E Gen four that has speed read speeds of fifty five hundred MBs or faster. That's largely what we're expecting. It means a variety of Gen four will be supported. So, but the most important thing is <laughs> it needs to meet the cooling requirements, so they need to have a heat sink in it. So, yeah, which is probably the most important part. I don't know what a heat sink is until I learn. Basically, that day. go ahead. Yeah, so, so basically, <laughs> hey, you know, it's, you know, it's ironic is that that's from a Sony movie. So it makes it even more hilarious. <laughs> uh, but basically, uh, a heat sink, for those who don't know, is your PC or your console, you know this, overheats. Yes. Um, if you have poor if you have poor airing in your ventilation. room or whatever, yeah, ventilation, shit like that, and let's say you leave your console on and you turn it on the next day and it's fucked it's fucked up you can't do shit on there it's because the your hardware inside of your console or pc overheated and it can't function and in cases like that you need to replace it period like ain't no ain't no uh old software firmware update is literally no your shit no, is, is you, done you're done so, get call so, sony for that coffin nigga <laughs> exactly like it's over with so in every pc every console they already have fans within them to kind of help it but even still that's not enough um like the pc that i have and the pc that chris has like has multiple fans inside like i have i'm looking at mine right now i have literally like three fans yeah and the same with me like even your your cpu already comes with cpu being your lifeblood of your computer already kind of comes with like a little fan in it but that's not enough so you have to have fan a lot of people do like even water cooling stuff which is a lot more expensive and shit like that but if you don't have good heat sinking on your ssd you're fucked because say for instance something happens say for instance you put your your gaming library your save files and stuff like that and you don't store them bitches on the cloud done finito say r.i.p to that but this article is funny as fuck all this shit over this is like you're touching 200 dollars, and that's for one terabyte to put it in perspective me and day trail like last month or something we bought mm-hmm. a two terabyte hard drive i bought a two terabyte hard drive for 60 dollars you want to know the reason <laughs> you want to know the reason why we bought the two terabyte regular drive and not the ssd you want to know the fucking reason Check that shit on Amazon now, my nigga. Boy. 
like I'm about, I'm about, so matter of fact, hold on, I'm about, let me go on Amazon right now. You touch, you touching like four hundred, bro. Bro, but I'm gonna show you for the good, for the good quality. I'm gonna show you niggas. Hold on, it's not terabyte. It's five hundred gigabytes. It's not even a terabyte. Dot two SSD. Yeah. For five hundred, you already at like a hundred. So, literally, five hundred gigs ain't shit. So and that's not go do nothing in current gen. Can I, okay, a I'm terabyte, which shit. still ain't go do shit. Fucking already for, according to this, according to this uh, article, is 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 saying that it's two hundred. Yeah, it's uh, um. So no, you sharing a screen? Good shit. Yeah, so, uh, let me make sure it's popping up on the. Uh, it's not popping up. You on also have to factor in that even if you oh, this one says it's a hundred dollars, but is it compatible with the PS4 five? You also have to factor in all that stuff too, because this is okay. Stuff I want to say this right now for anybody that's listening who's thinking about it. You do not look. You do not integrate a hard drive into your PS5. Get an external hard drive. Do not yeah, get, get an internal. internal. You get an internal hard drive. The moment you open your PS5, you fuck up the warranty. Now Ooh, you can do this after yeah. your warranty goes out. The moment you open your oil side, you fuck up your warranty. They have specific screws in that hole that you need yes. to take out. If they see that bitch was loosened, you fuck. So yeah. I say don't do it. I say uh, I say ain't no fucking memory. Like delete your fucking game, bro. Ain't yeah, no game delete. worth it. Downloads fast anyway. And I would say, and I would say, like with the comes to the PS5, unless you got like a big ass library, PS4 library yes. like me. But even still, I have my old PS4 for that shit. And mm. it's like you don't, you don't need. And if you are that desperate like you like okay i want to have all these games and my stuff get an ex a two terabyte on amazon i don't know yeah. if you can look this up chris a two terabyte hard drive on amazon external external hard drive it's i got one for 60 on amazon yeah but yeah hard drives is a, a lot easier you can find like they're cheaper now because that's it's pretty much at this point the standard that one right oh, there's a seagate that's, one. that's the, that's the one seagate right there three yeah, $60. $60. <laughs> like, yeah, I got the I got the one right under it. I got that Toshiba see, one right under the it. Toshiba bro. one, see? Literally. And like the one I have is pretty decent. I think I only dropped like 50 on it. I got it on sale. And mine's just one gig. But I got mine's like a couple years ago. But like, so. Yeah, still, one, I haven't even scratched this. I can, sh I can turn on my camera and sh run to my room and show niggas. Like, I haven't even touched the surface of that bitch, bro. I sit, I, you know what I put on there? I put all my PS4 games on there, bro. As you, the ones that's, that I, that's what I do with mine. Or, like, <laughs> like I, I may, or, or I put some PS5 games just so that way it just, I just transfer it over. But, like, and the funny thing is this cheap one right here, which is a terabyte, that wouldn't work on the PS5. The read speeds are low. It's Gen 3, so that's not going to work. Uh, What's this one? This one. Isn't going to work. Read speeds is too low. This Samsung but one. Pay, but pay attention to these prices in the nut. Like, that's yes. one terabyte. These one. prices. Half of these bitches on sale. Look yeah. at the original fucking. <laughs> yeah. like, Gee, this one right here, 150. But it's originally 250. Look, bro. Two terabytes. Like I said qualifies. before, two terabytes. You're touching 400. 400 this bro. is on sale. This is originally four thirty. Look at these prices, my nigga. Like, I want to say this too because I was on TikTok. I was on TikTok in a way that the the cooling shit that they get, not only the fans, but the cooling gel that they got on the motherboard or whatever the fuck the, the CPU, oh, yeah. mm -hmm. and it's, yep. it takes a lot to burn out. And so, also for you niggas that don't you, even have a heat, if you gotta buy a heat sink you, too, these heat sinks tax to get a fan for these motherfuckers. If you put this in your system, 
But it'll tell you, make sure. You need heat sink in this bitch, bro. <laughs> That's why they say you need the heat sink, G. Like, even the heat sinks, $15. But at this $10, point, I, you know, 20, I, don't know, I don't know who is this catered to. Um, Because it's not catered to somebody like us. And, like, me and Cam, we fucking game, bro. Yeah. Like, Cam pick one day out the week to watch anime. The rest of the yeah. day. Yeah, Cam is game, on the game. Like, literally. Like, like. I, I game like I put hours into video like like if I ain't put a hundred hours into your video game your game ain't getting more than a six point like a six point five bro like it, excluding shit like Ratchet and Clank and stuff like that but like like there's no way like this this is I don't this don't cater to me like I did an external hard drive into my PS4 when when my shit kapooed because. It, it, that's what it needed. You like, needed there was it, yeah. no way of me ever getting another like you know I wouldn't have to buy a whole new console. One, it's too much fucking work. Two, um, uh, it's it's not fucking worth it. And, and and three, like you fuck up the warranty. So say for instance you get a software issue that happens with your PlayStation and it fucks up. You want to go turn it in and and be good. Guess what? They're gonna say no. It voids the warranty. Oh yeah. Nana nana boo boo. Stick your head doo doo. So, um, it's a, it's a, I don't know who it caters to. Um, it, 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 it caters it to people who are like, cause even like, even like, if you want to say casual niggas, casual niggas probably have like what Fortnite 2K or some shit on their system. Like, yeah. casual mug is probably Fortnite, Call of Duty, 2K, Apex, 2K, like Madden, or, like, or the, the niggas who buy PS5 to play MLB the show and only MLB the show. <laughs> Like it's niggas that do that. Like yeah, you got people who or just and the funny thing is, if you a nigga that play Call of Duty, you might kind of need this. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, you definitely, you you definitely need, need this. Need that's a like that. that's a sixty dollar external hard drive. So it's like, why bother? It's to me like this update is like, I'm glad that they implemented. To me, this shit should have been on there day one. To be honest, they kind of um, said you could have did it, but it was also they locked it just to make sure yeah. all brands can work. Supposedly, but that's that's what testing is for. Can they unlock the themes? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what that's kind of what we need up, next. That is that's, the update that I care about at this themes. point. I don't like. I don't care about the SSD. As I'm probably honestly, even though this this is ass. The storage is ass. I'm still gonna rock an external hard drive in the future yeah. for PS5. The only update that I care about now in terms of like actual firmware shit is themes because I'm tired of that depressing ass theme. <laughs> I, I wanna, I, I just wanna look at cool shit. Like I wanna see a cool, I wanna see how cool you make dynamic themes on PS5. Because 4K, on PS4, 4K dynamic themes probably would be fire as hell. Man. So, so, so I'm pretty sure that's the next big one because this was, this is what the second first big It's one? coming yes. out with GTA 6. I doubt themes is that bad, bro. Come on now. Dude. You mean you mean you mean Kingdom Hearts Four? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I doubt it's gonna be that long. That, that's horrible. If that's the case, that's that's bad. <laughs> you know, they saying it's gonna be with Prison School season two and all that type of shit. <laughs> Monster Masume season two. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yep. Oh, oh, and then so. when they make the remake of uh, uh, what's that? I was just talking about this to somebody too. I think it was Di. What's that show? They make a brotherhood version of uh, what's the show with the orphans? Um, fuck it. Promise, uh, oh, promise never. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> promise, promise never. Gee, bro. 
<laughs> Please make it. Oh my god, what they did was so sinful. That's a sin. Yo, oh I was god. watching that shit, bro. The last episode was a three minutes flash show, bro. They did y'all niggas dirty. <laughs> bro, they did so much for, like G. <laughs> I want their blood. If we ever go to Japan, bro, if I, and I, I don't remember oh, the we? studio. If we ever go to Japan as a group, you know, as and we walk by Ooh. that studio, I'm walking in and I want there may be hand. I'm telling them, there's blood on your hands. <laughs> <laughs> there's blood on your hands, and then I'm gonna walk out. They're like, the fuck wrong with that nigga? <laughs> but uh, let's go ahead and move on. So uh, I'll call you a filthy gaijin, bro. Man, man, <laughs> like, hey, that's how you feel. Fuck you. But uh, so yeah, Ubisoft, Activision, uh, they had the employees had to walk out in regards to, well, you Activision workers had to walk out. The Ubisoft uh, workers did in unison with them because Ubisoft is also some nasty motherfuckers that got stuff hidden in the closet. So um. Shout out to them. Uh, Cam, you want to uh, talk about this one? Yeah, because there's like a little continuation onto this story um, with uh, Eve's, Eve's Yermo, uh where uh, essentially because, uh, th- I mean, this isn't anything like Ubi, we've, we've covered this in the past before, but basically like Ubisoft um, and I've referenced it a lot of times that Ubisoft has been doing a lot of stuff as far as like covering for their like leaders and like managers and upper tier of people who are in charge of Ubisoft being sexual offenders and just doing like rape culture and stuff like that. Um, There was a story where, um, but not getting, not getting the proper, not being held accountable or getting the proper punishment that they deserve. Um, I think one of the, I don't know if it's the vice president or something, but like, one of the leaders that was close to Ejermo was found like that he was like, like he was sexually harassing, sexually assaulting. I think he even had like some rape cases against him um, as well. But what ended up happening is that they, they, I think they put him on like a suspension, like a permanent suspension or something like that. Where like basically he, he doesn't work for them, but he still has stock in the company and he still makes a ton of money. So it's like, he's, he's like, he basically got away with rape, essentially. So, um, there's a lot of uh, stuff. So, like when this Activision Blizzard stuff blew over, um, I think this they were using that momentum to kind of go like, "All right, Ubisoft, you know, your shit stink too. Like, we want change um, in this company." And I think that um, there's another thing that came out like just this weekend or something um, with Eve Jamo commented on the fact that there are a lot of former employees that signed this um census basically saying that like hey we want you know we want y'all to be held accountable we want change within the system we want you to actually care about us um and care about the workplace environment and he's basically like oh uh yeah like uh yeah so i hear you so this is the ceo of the company addressing the fact that they're like hey we need change uh, he's like yeah you know what i'm saying but like just look at the just look at what we've done in the past year and all this other stuff like we've, we've done so much and and we're we promise i promise you there's going to be you know empty pr you know shit that you hear all the time right um so 
there's just a lot of stuff going on and in, in terms of that kind of story and that side of uh ubisoft and hopefully um this stuff gets enough tension and hopefully change is made but like like i said before this stuff has been going on for like the past couple of years now when it comes to ubisoft and the whole sexual harassment um that they've been experiencing um in the workplace culture it's just you know just sick stuff and it just I, it just makes me mad like i'm just every time i read this stuff it just it just makes me mad and upset it's just like you like uh, and it's mainly part of the reasons why i've been on my fuck ubisoft binge when it's like when we talk about ubisoft games or and it, like i don't it, it's to a point where it's like i'm literally like boycotting ubisoft because like i don't want it's i don't it's to the point where i don't want anything to do with that company because of the stories that i've heard as far as their workplace culture and how they basically sideline the activities and basically they, they basically do uh what is what we do like a e3 or a press like basically like oh yeah i know we have a lot of stuff going on in our workplace culture but look new assassin's creed new far cry Tom Clancy stuff. Blah, blah, blah. Look at this, gamers. We're giving you stuff. Pay, yeah, don't don't pay attention to the bad stuff that's going on. Consume product, please. All is well. Consume product. Uh, keep talking. I'll be like, right back. And it's like, um, I just to me, I just don't like that kind of stuff. And I think it just needs to be addressed more. It's the same thing that would happen with Riot Games. A similar situation happened with Riot Games where um they had a they had a walkout. Well, they were they were planning on having a walkout, and the the fucked up thing about it is that like, um, the heads of Riot Games was like, yeah, we'll we'll let you guys have. It's like they were like, yeah, we'll we'll let you guys have that walk that that walkout. Like we'll give you guys that day, and it was just like, you can tell that a lot of these companies just know that they can do no wrong, and I don't know if I want I don't know if I want to go too conspiracy on this. But I don't know if that's just a side effect of the society that we live in as far as capitalism is concerned. Because, I mean, we kind of even talked about this with the Disney and Scarlett Johansson shit. Like, yeah, we want Scarlett Johansson to win and we want to see, you know, justice served and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, Disney ain't go Disney. There's nothing wrong that's going to happen to Disney. And it's like one of those things where, like, there really has to be that. And I'm hoping I'm hoping beyond all hope and praying that this Activision Blizzard stuff actually goes through, gets the attention that it deserves, and that we're able to see that they get held accountable for the stuff that they've been doing as far as um, the sexual harassment and the workplace culture that they've been experiencing over on that. Well, no, it, on the Blizzard side, I believe, because we were saying we were talking about Activision and Activision Blizzard last week, but it's more so on the blizzard side of the corporation so that's why i'm really hoping that this lawsuit like really does go through and we really do see like okay you're in trouble for this shit because that way this will hopefully open doors for companies like ubisoft riot games um cyberpunk you know bethesda all these companies that have have had multitudes upon multitudes of stories of mistreatment in the workplace be like, all right, you saw it happen to a company as big as Activision Blizzard. It's time for y'all to change, or that could be you too. So that's all I gotta say. I agree, man. I keep it short and simple, fuck the niggas. 
Fuck everything they stand on. Fuck the company. Fuck the games that you make. I ain't bad. Like, what's coming out that Far Cry? I'm going to wait for reviews. I'm going to wait to see how that shit look. Don't think I'm pre-ordering it. Never played a Call of Duty unless it's for free. Like, yeah, fuck them niggas, bro. I don't get no fuck about them. Overwatch 2 suck. They ain't come out yet. Let's get it. Hey, uh, low-key. No, go ahead, G. Go ahead. In all seriousness, though, like, definitely, you know, respect to the people walking out. Hope this just not no ploy of, you know, niggas saying, hey, do this real quick. Um, so this, it can get off our back. Like, right. In all honesty, like, I said once and said again, like, bump that. Like, you know, I'm telling Exodus, I tell anybody this, bro. Like, yo, these people need you way more than you need to, bro. Like, these, these, don't, don't ever, don't ever, ever ever work too hard you know what i mean work to the point you know we i, I work to honor god to, just on a different side but like i don't work to don't, don't i don't disrespect my job but don't don't do too much now like yeah it exactly ain't, yeah. It, it ain't it ain't it ain't you know it ain't it ain't worth it it ain't it ain't worth you stressing it ain't worth you 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 lose the sleep god forbid somebody killed themselves so like you know, it ain't worth none of that. You know, bump these places, bro. They need you. Like even if you flipping, you know, if something's like flipping burgers, or if you're doing something that involves, you know, big things and 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 and, and things of that nature. Like if you're doing a nine to five or you making salary, like bump them niggas, dog. Like you you do your job, you clock out in the day, and if them niggas disrespect you in any type of way, there's a company called OSHA and send them niggas home, bro. <laughs> like. Like, exactly. like get get them niggas a batter up, bro. Like don't ever, don't ever, don't take microaggressions. Don't 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 take like you know motherfuckers saying dumb shit to you. Don't take none of that, dog. In in every which way and form, fuck them niggas. So um, all in all, man. Uh, I think somebody just broke a no, They ain't break the Olympic record. All in all, man. Like like I said again, like you know, bump them niggas. Um, bump everything that you know, big corp stand for in them situations. If they ain't helping to, and, and to feed the poor, fuck them niggas. Um, don't stress out over no goddamn video game. Half the niggas that 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 play them games don't even like y'all niggas. So they don't even like the devs. So what y'all going crazy over them niggas for? Man. So, uh, no lies told. I have nothing else really add but like bump them niggas and video game development culture. Work culture as a whole just needs to change. So I have nothing else to really add. We we went we nailed that on the head last week. So that's yeah, ho- hopefully hopefully it's like a dude trying to put pass a bill that give us four work days out the week. G, like hey, Lovely. hey, you give hey, me four. I, hey, hey, I got <laughs> that now. Shit, I have that now. Shop Amazon. <laughs> oh, I have shit. That hey, shout out to you, bro. Look, I love my little weekend things off, but you give me four. Shit, shit, you man, I'd be happy every day to wake up for work. Phone now, <laughs> but yeah, so it is what it is. But let's go ahead and we got clowns. We didn't give y'all to y'all this week, but we got clowns, so straight goofy motherfuckers out here, you know. All right, so first clown is going to um. People who are just literally being insensitive towards Simone Biles and her mental health situation. Look, man, that girl, that that well, she not that grown woman is literally going through it. She has carried the United States gymnastics team for four plus years. 
and y'all out here saying that she's mentally weak. Y'all compare her to basketball psychopaths named Michael Jordan and R.I.P. Kobe Bryant and Kobe Bryant. As if, for one, Michael Jordan's father died and he said, I needed a break from basketball for a year and a half. Y'all comparing her to Kobe Bryant, who was a basketball psychopath. As much as we love Kobe, he's a basketball psychopath and mama mentality is very toxic when you think about it. Let that girl have a break. She has literally helped train up the current United States gymnastics team and all of that. They seem to be doing well without her. But because mugs who can't even do a freaking front flip, or let alone a cartwheel, are saying that she's mentally weak, it's puss-ass shit, and I hate that type of shit. But, once again, mugs take this patriotism too far, and it's, it's head-ass as hell. Straight up. So, mugs who's trying to down Gabby, I mean, not Gabby, I mean, Simone Biles, fuck y'all, G. Fuck y'all. And if she don't want to flip, I'll respect her for it. I'll respect the hell out of her for it. Because regardless, she is set. Her legacy is set. So, next, my other clown. And I hate to keep it strictly on the Olympics, but it is what it is. My next clown, I and I hate to do it, but uh, Sh- Shikari Richardson, G. Them Jamaican girls was going dash your fucking ass. I don't give a fuck. You're, you clown, you're a clown solely for tweeting, y'all miss me yet. Nobody gave a fuck <laughs> that you that you chose, and I understand your mama died and all that. You you chose to smoke that blunt, but them Jamaican girls was going to dash your ass. I watched the highlights; they were together in unison, running together, and looking at the numbers. She was going to lose. At the best, she was going to place third. Jamaicans run fast as hell. I respect them, but. She's a clown for literally just trying to make it about her, and I kind of blame oh. niggas. Huh? What's that chick? What, what chick are you talking about? Shakari Richardson. Yeah, I, like, I saw I, the uh, Facebook. Post. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> and all and them Jamaicans that was roasting her ass was like they had every right to, and it just also shows that one, like, she's still young, so I understand, but humble yourself, beloved. Humble, humble yourself please because that that's just lame as hell because you probably was going to lose to them three Jamaican women they like if you watch the highlights they look like they were trolling and just the fact how all three of them placed one two and three it was funny as hell damn <laughs> one two and three I think one of them set a new record the one in second place I think set a record and the one in third what was whatever so what, what <laughs> humble yourself, G? Because if you really wanted to prove yourself, you would have been there, regardless. So, and also, don't underestimate how fast Jamaicans are, G. They, they just different. Like I seen you saying, boat run for twelve years and dominate, and it was scary. But anyway, so humble yourself, beloved. So that's my clown. Yo, so um, <laughs> surprise, Chris ain't had his clown. My clown goes to two rappers. One, the baby. Oh, go oh, ahead. I was, I, okay, so somebody, so somebody, because I have not been paying attention. Oh, this, man. Okay. So I got I you. To, I, I got to. you. So it all started at Rolling Loud. Uh, this is the so Rolling Loud was pre hot spot before Lollapalooza. Lollapalooza was crazy. Rolling Loud was crazy 
Well, the pollution is insane. Um, but pre-COVID hotspot before Lila, right? The baby was performing. He was one of the key performers. Out of nowhere, he said, hey, fellas, if you're not sucking dick in the parking lot, put your phones up or some shit like that. Right? Yeah, that's some pretty weird shit. About sucking yeah, dick in weird. the parking lot. It was like, nigga, what? Yeah, she said somewhere. So, and, so you know, it's insensitive as it is. You know, it's homophobic. So, he says, they asked this man, like, so, yo, why did you say these homophobic things? And he was like, oh, I'm not homophobic. A lot of my fans are gay. I was talking about them niggas with AIDS. That's not funny. This funny. Wait, hold on. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. on. So this, so wait, so this all was it? Was it like he's trying to get the crowd to pay attention to him or something, or is he just? It was like like, he loud. So half the niggas off drugs. Two, he just said that out of nowhere. Like he literally said he was he was changing sets. He was getting to the next song, and he just said that. It's it was like, like one of those no, keep the crowd hype thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it was like, if this song, you know, put your lighters in there, this will fall to dead homies. Like, it was like that. But he, he said, you know, he talked about sucking dick and whatnot. Now, look, as he said that, he said something about fucking AIDS. And after that, he, he, just, had, he just kept backtracking, right? So eventually to the point where... Like Delupa or whatever her name is, Dia they Lupa. got number one song in the country together, and she disowned the baby. He's like, yo, after what the baby said, you know, woody woody woo, and then he ended up saying, you just used me for a number one song. Damn. The baby, I mean, that song proceeds to go number one when she took the baby off of it. So there's a, a version out there without the baby. <laughs> hey, what's, the, what's, the, what's the song called? I don't know. I don't fuck know. No, I don't listen you can, to Cam, you could just like, look up Dia Lupa. It's probably going to play. Yes. Uh, I don't. Uh, uh, but okay, so that's so the baby is in the fucking mud. He keep digging the whole bit bigger and bigger. So this goes to because this involves two things. This goes out to forty two Doug, forty two Doug, Detroit rapper. I believe he's actually four two. Um, <laughs> he was with his son, and he was doing a picture. The way he kissed his son neck, dog. It's. The video is you like it's one of the videos you watch. It's almost like a gore video when you look at it. You're like, why the fuck am I watching this? So, so nobody go watch it. He licked his son neck first and then gave it a smooch, but it wasn't what a pet. It was as if he was trying to give his son a hickey. Yeah, it's no like, hickey. oh, that's gross, dog. Like, <laughs> just a little so, peck on the on the on the forehead or something. That's nice. Yeah, he did it to his get out of here, man. Get out of here. <laughs> so, so after that, family after man. that, everybody was like, bro. So they flame in 42 Doug, called it a sus, all that type of stuff. He comes out, I can't be gay. I'm homophobic. So 42 Doug in the dirt. <laughs> 42 Doug is a <laughs> he said something yes. like that. Yes, he said, I, I can't be like, yo, because he said, we homophobic. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Nicholas was like, I refuse. He could have said gone, something man. like, he could have said something like, Mom, I slipped when I was trying to kiss my son or something like that. Uh, he he, he, he was really slipped that nigga <laughs> the way- like two times and sucked it, bro. That wasn't no slip. He, he give his son. Man, 
um, let me quit before the Detroit niggas come over to me and, and turn my block into a fucking Audi home or some shit. But now down the street too. These yeah, these literally down the street. But um, <laughs> now them two situations is just a big conglomerate of like, bro, like this in the air, and this is not like me being PC or anything or me being anti PC. But in the the moment, I mean, the the, the the world that we live in, you have to be sensitive no matter what, no matter what you believe in. No matter, you have to be sensitive to the people around you. If you're doing it for your bag, be sensitive for the bag. If you're being sensitive to be a good person, be sensitive to be a good person. But understand that the people around you is not going to, you know, accept some of the things you say. The baby dug a hole in itself by keep trying to refrain the fact like you, you talk about one group of people about like sucking dick in the parking lot, you making fun of gay people, and then you say no, I'm talking about niggas with AIDS. So you generalize another group of, of people with AIDS because a lot the, of people don't the get old AIDS stereotype. from sexual very, acts. Very, very old it's a, stereotype. <laughs> very horrible stereotype. Now a lot of people don't get AIDS from sexual acts. A lot of people are born with that disease so yeah. there's a lot of like bogus shit that you could have said i mean like what? there's a lot you couldn't just say bro i was drunk and that would you you were good you could have so, said i was uh, drunk this is not who i am and i promise you i won't say like pr stuff what did the where did the elton john stuff come from where so did the, where did the elton john because elton john is well known gay yeah, probably we, one of the most famous yeah. gay man ever um for elton john to wake up and make six concise tweets. You fucked up. <laughs> what did like? What did he say? He like, pretty much said like, "I don't support what the baby said," and then gave powerpoints on Twitter about facts and facts about gay, uh, like a gay, gay HIV, and how it was false to put them together and stuff. Pretty much. <laughs> Talk about Elton Johnson and being in the Jets to spin the block. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, that tweet was happy in tears. <laughs> but, like, for Elton John to pull up on the scene, it was like, you know, you messed up. Like, we've heard people it, say homophobic shit, but for Elton John to get involved, you know, yeah, you might, know you. No, it might be it, though. Like, a lot of people, a lot of people can bounce back from a lot of things, bro. This might be it. Like this wasn't. This was like you are. You are. You now. I'm not gonna say he ain't gonna be able to make music and shit no more. I'm like he had a certain level of. of he was. He was a superstar. You don't like. Yeah, he was at a superstar level, right? He was. He was gonna close Lala. Like Lala is a big festival. Like what? what, Chris, would you say Lala is second to like Coachella? If you close her, yes. Like second, yes. So yeah, Lala's number one. And the current mayor of this city is lesbian. Yeah. And Chicago is also <laughs> Chicago has a very big gay community. Yeah, very active and like large. And it's like it's one of those things where it's like you really, especially when it comes to the LGBTQI community, you need to you need to be respectful. You need to watch what you say. Yeah, because them niggas yeah. can get you up out of here with the quickness. Yeah. Like the quickness, G. Say no snap, but uh, like you know, it is like that. The baby forty two dub. That, that's one hell of a back. But like, I, like I, I will also say like you know, the these some of the rappers like you know, a lot of people don't understand like some of the rappers that y'all grew up with was probably hood niggas, but they weren't like new age hood niggas. 
New age hood niggas ain't got a lick of fucking sense, my nigga. So you ask a 42 Doug why you say that shit. He gonna say some, nigga, I ain't gay, I'm homophobic, my nigga. Like, he gonna say some wild shit like that, bro. I That's just, how them new niggas are. And, uh, also, and also, like, another thing, and I was talking to uh, a friend about this who, who's uh, well deep in music. The difference between artists now and today, the record labels actually put PR people around artists. So it was like... And they went through PR training. They were like, don't say this. Like, yeah, even though you're a rapper, you can be extreme, but at certain levels, you just don't touch. But if you do touch, it's our job to make sure you are good. Yeah, the PR. Nowadays, the artists themselves are their own PR, and you can tell. But you also tell who has their own PR. Like, Wait, somebody oh, like, I thought you meant, I, I thought that was put to, you telling me that. Yeah. Nah. Like, like, literally now, like nowadays, artists they do are they own PR unless you can afford to get somebody like somebody like Drake. I will, I'm positive have his own PR team. Oh yeah, positive. Definitely. Kanye before he went nutty had a PR team. Shit like that. Jay Z has a PR team. Beyonce PR team. Niggas, some of these newer niggas, I highly doubt it because you could just tell how they move and operate. There's no PR. They don't he, have no PR training. Hey, this is what he said. I found this response. So, manager, it say, suck my dick, you gay bitches. That's like in the boat. Is that 42 Doug or the baby? Yeah, the 42 Doug said, the baby will be in the dirt right now. Um, you will hit it if the baby said the shit. Um, ain't nobody going for that gate. Let me say this. By, I'm sorry for all the cursing. Y'all know I've been trying to get better. I only cursed on this clown, so I'm, I'm getting real good. But, um... Ain't nobody going for that gay ass hoe ass shit, y'all. On um, y'all quit, y'all y'all quit to get on my on some gay shit. He meant y'all quit. He meant to say quick. This like these niggas stupid. By the way, uh, y'all quit I to get on some gay shit, <laughs> or some gay bitch ass nigga shit. But but when a nigga jump down on one you hoe niggas and call somebody out, we homophobic. Don't nobody give a fuck about that shit, y'all. Don't. I, I feel like he's trying to say it like on some gang bro, stuff, y'all like don't you know, we this. Like, no, he's he's literally fucking retarded. Like, okay, <laughs> I'm gonna put this shit in chat, bro. Y'all think I'm trying to read this shit like he said this shit like, like he wrote it no, in, no, because no, nature. I believe that's how it's written. How you read it is how it was typed or written. Bro, this shit is horrible, bro. This it's man fucking horrible. Just said, he so he said it again, like we home. You don't say that, bro. Like it's it's like it's one of those things where it's like I don't like like when a white person says the n word. It's like come on, don't bro. say this it around. Man, don't man, don't say it around me. Oh you know, but like you say it behind closed door around other people. Keep that shit in the dark or something like like yo. Don't say that stuff. Like if you homophobic. Be homophobic on Xbox Live, you know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. <laughs> like, and the Call of Duty like lobbies, that, my bro. The, the, do do that stuff in some place where you gonna have like-minded individuals agreeing with you, but on your public platform, that that involves money. But yeah, like that whole situation, like it, it's already bad, like for rappers and shit. And niggas can sit there and say, "Well, they're rappers," it's kind of expected. But even still. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Look, the bar was low, but nigga, goddamn. Like, come on, G. So, like Datra said, the baby ain't gonna, he's still gonna make music, but 
he lost a lot of fan bases just within it's a two be week very period. Hard. Do you know how long it took Rick Ross to come back from Atlanta, slip the money in her champagne? It came. You know? It took a hell of a reform. He still beat it, but Rick Ross is smart. He played that smart. Hey, bro, the baby's not smart. These weightlifting chicks, bro, they got some thick motherfuckers right now in the Olympics, my G. Bro, you should bad, watch, but... G, watch the rugby highlights, G. Some of them black <laughs> chicks on France, G. I'm like, I, I, shorty. Like, I'm talking about they, 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 got the, they got the volleyball women shaking in their boots. Some of these women thick as hell. Hey, I got I'm a peep. I'm, I'm a peep that. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, but the baby, I think is, he, he messed up a bag because you was a rap superstar. You was on the rise to rap superstardom. Now you're just going to be average rapper again. Hey, bro. You did to yourself. But it's, over, you got, yeah, it's definitely over, though. Yeah, it's over for him. Like, you pissed off the gay community and black women. You fucked up. So, uh, Cam, you got, uh, you got a clown? Yeah, my, my clown is the city of Chicago. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, hey. If you ain't vaccinated, G, sit your ass down for a good couple yeah, my, weeks. <laughs> my clown goes to COVID Palooza. In the city, in the, in the city of Chicago, bro, y'all are some dumb people, bro. Like it's, and I'm trying to say it in the nicest way possible. Oh, um, Cam could look out his window and just sit there and be like, what bro, the I, 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 well, I went through the city of Chicago on Friday because I, I had my last vaccination shot, so I'm fully vaccinated. You know what I'm saying? We out here, kind of fully immune. Shout to Delta. Big Delta don't really care, but. We'll try. Um, I still walk around with my mask, just to let people As you know. Should. Um, but I, I walked around my mask all day yesterday, bro. Especially in this season, bro. I had I went to get my vaccination shot. I went to go shopping at Mariano's, and I went to go pick up some food. And I, I bro, when I tell you, so many barely clothed people of not color were walking around. No mask. Raw dog. Rubbing and touching, rubbing and touching all over each. Bro, I was walking. I I was uh, because I went to Bueno Beef. I was like, I was like a street before Bueno Beef, and I saw like these two people, complete straight. Because like I glanced the conversation as I was walking by, and like it was like a bunch of white people, probably really drunk. They're all they're all drunk, and. Like they were saying, like, we got across the street, bro. You just met her. And on the other across the street, it was two dudes. It was not two dudes. It was a girl and a girl and a dude making out full display in public. And I'm just like, y'all some wild people. And then I think like I I walked by like a place that had been I had to cross the street because I was not doing that shit. And it fucking stank. But like it was throw up on like the sidewalks, like somebody had threw up there. And I just, like I had got on an elevator. It was a bunch of white. Some kind, some was kind of decent little situation. White chicks walked in the elevator, but they didn't know that the first, the first floor was the lobby. So I was trying to be like a gentleman and like you know, hey, y'all go out first or whatever. But then they were like, oh no, it's good, it's okay. So I walk out. And then they're like, this isn't our stop. We got to go to the first floor. And it was like a bunch of other people outside the elevator going like. 
this is the first floor it's the lobby and they're like oh i didn't know that and i'm like is this just like a special breed of people that come out during Lollapalooza? Damn Neanderthals! Anyway, like I need to know, like, dude, I, I'm honestly I have a theory that I feel like it's like a winter hibernation theory. Like these people only come out during Lollapalooza and then they go back to sleep in some unknown location that we just don't know. They wait of. to they they go to music festivals to be nasty and then they and then they just wake up. And then it's like, oh, it's 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 Lollapalooza season because like it was just I was walking around and I saw a lot of first grade education adults, and I'm just like, what is going on, uh, bro? Some of them are, you know, some of them are future doctors, bro. <laughs> That's the <laughs> wild part. I'm not, I'm not even capping, bro. I worked with a, I worked at Adidas with a chick in college doing good, right? And you know, I forget her name, but she was white. And um, I remember we talking, and she was one of them lollas, and we just talking about like, yo, only thing I smoked was weed, you know. I ain't, and I used to just get like a lot of hack. She like, that's it? I'm like, I'm about to name drugs and tell me if you took it. She like, okay, I like pills. She like, which one? I'm like, you know, Molly. She like, yeah, you know, X, yeah, this, yeah. I went to crack. She like, hell yeah, I tried crack. I'm like, bro, these people, are like these these motherfuckers, also. They're in it, bro. This is not no. This is yeah. this, this is for such a time as this. They yeah, are peak, in it, bro. <laughs> it's it's peak, dirty, nasty, nigga hours basically, and that's all I saw on Friday. Like I was, I was just walk. I was stunned walking through the city of Chicago. Just, I'm so glad like, I don't work downtown no more. I'm, I'm telling Man. y'all. I'm telling y'all. Just get ready for the news headlines. Delta via the Delta variant is finna kick, <laughs> you know, not so to, much ass, dog. Not to sound morbid at all, but if it stops me from going into the office, I'm all cool. With that. <laughs> I'm all. This is cool. off. This is off the record, but <laughs> if it happens, it happens. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, look, I don't mind going to see my coworkers, but there's a chance that I never had to see them. I'm okay with that. Hey, man. Uh, look, if it means you niggas is gonna be at home more, that means more packages to be delivered. That's good for you, Chris. Yeah, that's go. money for me. That's well, money no, that's, in my pocket. No, that's no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Come on now. That's money. But yeah, also more pockets. packages. For me. <laughs> that's money in Bezos. And trust me, <laughs> look, I had my first real nigga package uh, day the other day. It wasn't that bad because I finished at my normal time, which says a lot about how well I deliver. You know, I got lost in an apartment complex. But I, know, I, I always tell you, bro, don't be the don't be the best cog in the machine. I'm not trying to be the best. It's just I have a system that works, unfortunately. But <laughs> but anyway, all I'm gonna say is I'm good doing my 160, 170 packages. If I see 200 before Christmas, because that's when I expect it. Like 200 Christmas time, cool. If I see 200 and it's not near Christmas, I'm whooping y'all ass, G. Y'all ordered too much Amazon as is. I've been to the same house three times this week. Bro, I'm telling you, me and the Amazon know, me and the Amazon dude know, uh, on talking base. Hey, bro, bro, your package is outside. He texts me. Hey, bro, your package is outside. Appreciate you. You know, I ain't gonna we'll see bro in a minute, man. I gotta, I gotta go ahead and order some. My, my dude, he's back. <laughs> so, you know, but, uh, 
That's just shit, bro. You know, yeah. all I gotta say is, bro. You think you 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 think you only seeing the funny thing, Cam? He said two hundred. Like he he not about to see four fifty and that. Right, thing. right. And, then, and you so. definitely not gonna get paid for that. <laughs> Actually, no, dude. They they believe in good overtime. So overtime. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If they gonna yeah, pay yeah. for your bills, they gonna pay for your. <laughs> they gonna give you, hey, but they giving you a like I said before. I dropped a dollar on the street, overpaid for you, bro. <laughs> exactly. <ain't> <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, let's that's go ahead and wrap this episode. Bezos up. Gonna be like, you and Chris gonna have a chance. You know, you know, Bezos randomly emails his employees just to. Just to keep them on their toes, bro. You working for a fucking dictator, G. Yeah, like, does he seriously bro. do that? Does, yeah. Does he, you can look it up. He went emails and some Yo, bro, bro, hey, bro, Chris, I'm the day, Chris, the day you, you got to put it in the group chat. Yes. Because the funny the thing is, chat, my work, my Amazon, my work email is the only email I set for notifications. Just so I know, like, shifts or whatever are coming the, up. It, as soon as bro. you... It, Soon as you get there, you gotta put that in. Gee, if I get to Jeff Bezos, email. <laughs> Amazon, Be- he- Bezos randomly emails people to, to keep them on their toes. It's probably an auto generated email, but he do it to all these employees. Bro, I will cry. Bro, we finna have a fucking field day. You know, you gonna talk to shit. You are put a cog in this machine. I call Amazon. Every time, every time, every time Chris try to roast, we just put the uh, Bezos email in the chat. <laughs> Oh man, no, I will hey, at, least you, at least you ain't walking for the. At least you ain't walking working for the Martins, bro. Like fucking extra is G. Extra has worked till twelve, my nigga. I can't do it, bro. I like, do it. I, like, bro, I'm sitting there. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm on break. Luckily, when I saw, I'm like, damn, extra. <laughs> they said that nigga working part time, bro. He said. He said he working until like a couple of weeks from now. They gonna say if they keep him or not, G. So he ain't. He not even, he can't do it. Man, I don't bro. Ain't no, ain't even gonna be no, ain't gonna be no two weeks notice. I'm walking out the two door. Weeks. I'm walking two out minutes. the fucking door, G. Give me my first check, bro. That's all I have. Yeah, as soon as I get that check, I'm. Um, Bye. I'm gone, nigga. Y'all tweaking. I'm phone on grave. <laughs> I'm fucking about watching handball. Go ahead, right? Hey, the, G, you you'll find, bro. You'll find yourself watching anything on the Olympics. G, just be like, yo, this is lit. <laughs> like when I, I found this shit on to see if I can catch some. I've been watching fucking waveboarding handball, bro. Like, I don't know. Who the the fuck fact that doing. waveboarding is literally an Olympic sport, G, it's like crazy. Bro, I didn't know baseball was an Olympic sport. Oh yeah. They just they don't put the pros in because how you don't put the pros in? It's one of the sports where they say no pros. I think it's just amateurs or uh, amateurs in the minor league niggas. So just to what protect. the fuck? Put them oh, because they. <laughs> See, I feel sorry for when you got to go against the Dominicans and shit. They gonna Dominicans send the balls out the park. It's over with. <laughs> the Dominican <laughs> Dominican squad gonna be crazy, but <laughs> they'll go crazy. And plus, it's like. In the peak of the season, and I think it's in the MLB contracts where they can't do baseball. Like, if it's an MLB season, no. So, a lot uh, of oh, countries would have their best players, and it's like disadvantage. So, but yeah, so. A country. <laughs> like, it'd be over with. It'd be either, it'd be United States Japan. versus DR. It'd be like, all right. But let's go ahead and wrap this up. We appreciate you niggas for listening as always. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, and share. If you're listening to us, whether it's SoundCloud, Apple Pod, Spotify, like, I mean, well, of course, share, but subscribe, like if you can, comment if you can. It's all greatly appreciated. Uh, copy some merch on utweakingmedia.net. Got the shirt on right now. 
Uh, make sure you copy some merch. Uh, UTM ships for free shipping. That's the only code you get into further notice. Um, what else I got? And also follow us on Twitter at the Black Otaku's. I'm tweeting. Um, I'm doing live tweets of my uh, Titans experience. So people for that. Uh, Cam has his One Piece thoughts on there, and we have other little uh, tidbits from every now and then. But thanks for listening. In peace, Jonathan.